Star Trek is over and might still be going. We're not entirely sure here on Post Show Recaps, but you know what? That doesn't stop us from having some good, old-fashioned Star Trek-based fun with our dear pal, our good friend of AI, Brant Steele. Hello, everybody. Mike Bloom here. Before we get into whatever introduction I just gave and what you're about to experience today, let me bring in the group that is going to break down a Survivor Star Trek season for the very first time. Of course, we wouldn't be able to do this without the captain of everything Star Trek here on Post Show Recaps, Jessica Lees. Jessica, how are you? Um, I'm great, Mike. I tried to explain what I was doing tonight to my family, and it just kept everything, every next word that came out of my mouth just got progressively dumber. So <laughs> I am very excited to bring all of this stupidity into the world. You know, it took about five or six years for the paradigm to really shift on podcasting, for people to really come around on the idea. Brand still sort of sets the the art form back a good number of years <laughs> from that capacity, uh, in that it's going to take a good number of years for people to understand the simulations as well. It's true, but I feel like we have never needed Brant Steele more than we do right now in these times. And we could also never need our guests more than we do right now in these times. Uh, he and I have ran many a Brant Steele together, like two old buddies fighting the Dominion War. So happy to welcome back to the Star Trek podcast, the great Rob Sesternino. Rob, uh, how are you? I'm reporting for duty, sir. Thank you. Uh, are you what rank are you? I guess I think you're I think you're sort of like the Admiralty, like the Star Trek one Kirk who gets like yeah. called out of the Admiralty to come serve on this yeah. SS Brand Steel. I'm the ab- if Jess is the captain, uh I'm the Admiral. I guess that you're the co- the commander, first officer, and I'm here to say uh what kind of Brant Steel are you guys running? You come back to Starbase immediately. <laughs> And then, of course, we directly defy your orders and sail into some sort of wormhole. And it turns out that I was like an alien working for the Tal Shiar the whole time. Exactly. You were a sleeper Klingon who happens to also be a quarter Romulan with a little bit of Borg in you, uh, which makes sense because we're going to have a big old Star Trek mix-em-up, folks. So here's what we're doing. If you have not heard about Brand Steel before, it's the best damn holodeck program you're ever going to experience. A few years ago, Rob and I stumbled upon a little site called brandsteel.net, which runs simulations of some of our favorite reality shows. We have done a good amount of them over the years, and here we decided to finally bring it to the final frontier in the form of Survivor Star Trek. So now the way this is working is uh, Jess and I decided to cast this group of people. It spans all series except Enterprise of Star Trek over the years. So you're going to see people going all the way back from the original series to people from the most recent season of Picard. And we're just going to mix them together, see what happens, and see who might prevail if uh, you know everyone gets stranded on SETI Alpha 5 and has to fend for themselves and vote each other off the planet. <laughs> Well, it can't be any worse than the time the Popeye's chicken sandwich almost won Brant Steel. <laughs> There's that yeah. they're very close. Did the very Popeye's close. chicken sandwich come that close? I think it came in like fourth or something, if I mm-hmm. remember correctly. Yeah. So that was our fallen angel, and and we'll see. You know, what are the fallen angels here? But what is what does God need <laughs> with a spaceship? And what do fallen angels need with the spaceship? Let's get into these tribes before we even get into what's about to to come here with this season, because we we did a pretty 
meticulous job casting this season. And we decided, Jess and I, you know, we're talking about this offline a bit, and then we got petitioned a bit online as well. And we sort of settled upon the theme of heroes versus healers versus hustlers. One of the more I'd say head scratchers of a survivor theme that we have seen over the past 20 years. Just in the end, what made us decide to choose HVHVH for our Star Trek simulation? I think for me personally, it was just the cornucopia of possibilities for a hustler's tribe within the Star Trek universe. And I think the way we broke it down really lends itself well to this format. As you'll see as we get into introducing the various members of these tribes, you can pretty much put any Star Trek personality into one of these three buckets. And I think the ones that we have picked are particularly strongly adhered not just to the primary heroes, healers, hustlers demographics, but also to this secondary strata that we kind of imposed on it as well. So I really, I really like how neatly this broke down. Yeah, Rob, I think the preseason interviews with Gene Roddenberry are going to be great when he's going to try to really fit people in each box and really sell See, to the I audience. See, I thought that you guys went with heroes versus healers versus hustlers uh, based solely on the tribe colors of blue, yellow, and red uh, corresponding to the three colors that you most commonly see in Starfleet uniforms. Well, the problem is, Rob, the red tribe then becomes kind of the orange buff. <laughs> yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Red Tribe could be the Matt Singh here uh, if Star Trek canon or uh, Photon Torpedo canon holds. <laughs> yes. Well, let's get into these tribes. And, and we start with our Heroes tribe, which is a little self-explanatory in the casting. I believe it was initially described on the show proper as uh, those that possess courage. So naturally, you are going to see uh, those that were at the front and center for a lot of these Star Trek franchises in the captain's chair or right next to them. First, Jess, as a big DS9 person, uh, we had to know that Benjamin Sisko had to be guaranteed a spot here. The Sisko has made his way. You think the Prophets are backing him? You think they're betting on him in the online pools? Well, the Prophets exist out of time, so they've been effectively spoiled. So they're really not putting any skin in this game. Uh, My question for you, Mike, is that do you think that we're going to see any Ben bombs? Yeah, I mean, I, I, we do have some precedents here in that a person named Ben did win the season in reality. So we'll see if, you know, that carries through or if this sends it into an alternate timeline. I don't know if this is a Kelvin <laughs> simulation or a Prime yeah, simulation. I don't know. Should we just church this up? Oh, yes, no church. Well, I mean, he is, again, speaks on behalf of the prophet. So maybe he He's would be gonna- supposed to church this up. He's got a prophet's temple it up. <laughs> exactly, little less of a ring to it, and uh, as opposed to not as opposed to wearing a cowboy hat, Benjamin Sisko is going to let that bald head glimmer in the sunlight, like he's ready to rock it. <laughs> yeah, defiantly. All right, next next to him, this is a man that we have seen twice, most recently on Star Trek Discovery. Big breakout character. It is Christopher Pike. Uh, no offense to his original interpretations, we decided to have Anson Mount play him just because uh, I do, while it would be fun, I do question the ability of someone in a motorized wheelchair that can only make one beep or two to do well on Survivor. Yeah. Do I think this incarnation of Christopher Pike is poised to do very well on Survivor? Beep. <laughs> yeah. 
at least a lot better, you know? Uh, so it, it should be interesting. Again, he, he swayed the hearts of even the most crusty Trekkies uh, back in Disco Season 2. So we'll see if that confidence and that charisma carries over. James Tiberius Kirk. Rob, how do you think Kirk's going to do here? Because he's known, obviously, as the first star Starfleet captain we saw, but he's known as a bit of a, a rule breaker, mm-hmm. you know, a bit, yeah. of a bit of a brazen personality. Yeah, I think that uh, Kirk likely to be a beast in the challenges. Uh, it will uh, remain to be seen how well he works as a uh, diplomat in some of these uh, tense negotiations. I think he probably has a good chance to do well in his initial starting try, but I think if the numbers are ever... Uh, in his favor or not, uh, not in his favor. I, I think that uh, he's not going to be able to uh, rig the machine to get a victory here in this time, in this simulation. I would also say, Jess, uh, even without looking at the rest of the cast, he has the best chance of getting in a showman's this season, right? Oh, hundred percent. I just don't know if anybody else is going to be, Picking up what he's putting down. I think the problem with Kirk is that he's a very old school player in this old school mentality. And as we know from the current season of Survivor, sometimes if you can't change your game up, you may run into a mm-hmm. little bit of trouble. And of course, his uh, his successor on the USS Enterprise. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, and so new school that he was seen in the most recent series of Star Trek, Star Trek Picard. Jean-Luc Picard is making his appearance here. I will also say, I think just for the sake of bits, uh, we are considering all canon, so it's not like, oh, we're watching old Picard play or like, you know, William Shatner on Boston legal playing as James T. Kirk. We're just considering their entire body of work in the Star Trek franchise. They are practically ageless here. They can choose the body that they want to that they want to be in for this. So it'll be like peak Kirk and peak Picard. Of course, we also have Catherine Janeway, captain of the Voyager. Jess, do you think if uh, she mounts any journeys into the jungle to the water well, is anybody following her considering how she's want to get lost? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I think that she's also ripe for a showmance uh, because if she can fall in love with like a weird Irish holodeck program, I think she's ready to fall in love with anybody. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know. I mean, she is someone who her captain's drink was black coffee. I'm not sure how the caffeine withdrawal is going to hit her. It might be end up with a very irascible Janeway. Uh, we might not be entirely sure. Maybe it'll go the way of Tuvix. <laughs> well, she's. I think she's one of the most even-tempered people in this tribe. I think everybody else is going to lose their temper before she does. And then, of course, lastly, we have our lone non-captain on the Heroes Tribe, but it makes sense considering that she is still the center of a Star Trek discovery, Michael Burnham. Uh, Rob, I will spoil something here and say that uh, Spock did not make this simulation uh, considering he made one of our previous simulations. It might be one in the future. So as one of the more Vulcan representatives uh, on Survivor, do you think Vulcan's Vulcanism is good or bad in the game yeah, of Survivor? Yeah, I don't think it's great, uh, to be honest. I think that just looking at the um, facts and uh, the logic of everything, I think does not necessarily make you a compelling ally in the game of Survivor. Well, we shall see if that number crunching is going to help in the Heroes Tribe. Let's move on to the healers. And just like in the real-life version of Survivor, we're a bit more open with the definition of healers just because 
to be completely candid, we did not want six doctors on this tribe, so we decided to liven it up a little. And let's stick with our more recent series and go to one Agnes Gerardi, roboticist, but also sort of medical professional, considering how the end of Picard turned out. Jess, how do we talked about this actually, I think, near the end of our Picard podcast, but given what Agnes did in the middle of season one of Picard, I mean, is she like a Sierra Easton type? Is she ready to flip on the flip of a dime? I think she would certainly vote out not only her own mother, but her own robot daughters. <laughs> I mean, yes, again, considering that she, spoiler alert, uh, ended up killing her own lover slash mentor uh, just to satiate a different cause. I think the needs of the many definitely outweigh the needs of the few, and the needs of the many might be that alliance. So we shall see what she does up against a doctor alongside Jean-Luc Picard, Beverly Crusher. Rob, can you not wait for the family visit so Wesley gets to come yes, out and see okay. her? Oh, that would be very exciting if uh, Wesley can uh, put down his work with the Traveler to uh, come in and uh, <laughs> join his mom on the uh, family visit. As long as, he, as long as he wears those cute yeah. sweaters. Like, that's the only stipulation. That's a missed opportunity, Mike. We could have put the Traveler on the Hustlers tribe. Yeah, but I feel like that's a little broken. You know, like if you have those those superhuman capabilities, it's going to make you a pretty naturally good survivor player. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think Q would be terrible at survivor, but that's me. Well, I think Q also has the ability to needle more than the traveler. So like the traveler at least has an ability to sort of temper his 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 ability to screw with people, whereas Q would just have a field day with it. He'd he'd be he'd be sort of doing like the Russell Hans pranks, and uh, you know nobody would be happy about it. <laughs> yeah. Let's move on. To and a- he would also be able to manufacture uh, a lot of idols. Like Russell, <laughs> yeah, exactly. like he would just re- reach into a wormhole, <laughs> grab an idol out of a tree, and he'd easily find it. So maybe he would be probably have the most capacity for the Ben bombs, and I'm sure the Survivor Reddit would not be happy uh, with the Travelers <laughs> game. We ranked at the bottom of Survivor winners. <laughs> it's true. He would definitely. He'd be like he'd be Ben Drebergen times Mike Holloway. <laughs> Let's move on here to Jet Reno, a standout from season two of Star Trek Discovery. She's an engineer, but Jess, I seem to remember a quote from the Disco season two premiere where she basically said that, you know, the human body's like a machine. And so she is sort of the, the doctor of the machines, if you will. Well, yeah. And when we first meet Jet Reno, she is stranded by herself on the ruins of a starship keeping several maimed crew members alive and maintaining their life support systems. And she's an engineer. So it's like she's the best of both worlds, part one and two. (laughs) All right, let's move on here. We're going back to one of the OG doctors, Rob. It's Leonard Bones McCoy. And I realized since I couldn't put quotes into Brent Steele, this looks like a very dirty (laughs) sentence. Damn it, Mike. I'm a doctor, not a pornographic actor. <laughs> I'm very excited. Bones is going to kill it in the confessionals, in my yeah. opinion. Like, he is so sassy and so good with the one liners that I think the internet's going to fall in love with him. Pre merge narrator, all written all yeah. over this guy. So you're looking at Odo and you're like, why is Odo there? I personally went for the Joe Mena factor, the Jodo. <laughs> 
if you will, uh, in that he is, you know, he's he's uh, he's the person in charge of the upkeep of Deep Space Nine. Plus, I thought it'd be kind of fun to see what would happen if a shapeshifter yeah. played Survivor. You, you got to feel like that's a good skill. Well, if he's playing poorly and uh, we start to see the music start to uh, play, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, the ominous music cues whenever he comes on the screen, we'll know that he has the Odo edit. Exactly, like where when he's like, oh, I can't pick up the machete. Yeah, I don't know how to make rice. I slept in the rice oh, it's bucket. It's so hot. I'm melting. Look at me. He's gonna be terrible at the water mm-hmm. challenges. Yeah, exactly. He is the water challenges. And finally, we have the Doctor from Voyager. Now, this is interesting. I believe this is our only hologram player so he does have the ability to pop up everywhere but just from what i recall i believe it did take him a bit of a learning curve to understand humanity and i wonder if that will apply to the game of survivor well if he's studied it academically i think that will probably help him in this game i think we've seen a lot of people who's who have made it their life's work to study the human condition who have done very very well in this game like I, he could certainly play a denise stapley sort of game here uh and honestly my suspicion is that Star Trek Survivor seasons are played in a holodeck because why would you have to fly people out to Fiji? You can just put them in a holodeck. So he's going to be okay in that regard. Like he's not going to accidentally walk past the boundary of his portable emitter and disappear. Yeah, though I feel like if it did take place on the holodeck, inevitably in the middle of the season, something would go wrong where like the program becomes sentient or like they can't turn Mm -hmm. the program off. And then they have it considering if this is indeed like one long holodeck episode. So Jeff Probst suddenly becomes murderous and he can't be turned off. Yeah, exactly. He really becomes the Moriarty where he like steps onto the bridge of the Enterprise and he's like, give me the spaceship so I can go back to Kansas. I'm the executive producer now. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Well, let's move over to the Hustlers because as Jess said, this is really a ragtag group of people and I'll be very intrigued to see how they do. Let's start with Garrick, and I'm not going to lie, Garrick might be the person I'm rooting for the most, because what he's most known for is being duplicitous. Uh, you know, I think he's known for his, his his most famous quote is that episode when he gives three different origin stories about uh, how he came to Deep Space Nine, and he basically said that, you know, they're, they were all the truth, including the lies. So I'll be intrigued to see if Garrick's going to be able to keep a bunch of plates spinning for the entirety of 39 days. Well, he could be playing the game like a tailor. <laughs> But maybe this time out, he's going to play the game like oh, a spy. Oh, I think it's like Figgy. Exactly. They just put... <laughs> yeah, the full transition. I just need a tinker and a soldier, and then Garrick's got the whole thing covered. Harry Mudd, another character that has appeared in multiple instances. I went with the uh, Rain Wilson version, though. Actually, you know what, Rob? I think maybe he's the second most likely to get into a showman's, considering uh, the first time we saw him in Mudd's Women back yes, in TOS. Uh, like Nick Wilson, he loves the ladies. <laughs> And I think he'd also come up with nicknames for all of his alliances. Yes, I think so. Uh, he's always on the lookout for the most uh, medium threat to vote out. All right, here we go. Loxana, Troy, many a thorn in, I think, Trekkie's sides. Majel Barrett herself is back here. Jess, what do you think, you know, what are her chances going in here as someone who has the ability to, you know, not only sense how other people feel, read minds a bit? Well, she is an empath. I think that can only help her in this game. But she's also someone who is known to kind of sow chaos wherever she goes. 
uh, whether she shows up during the middle of some festival that makes everybody horny for each other or whether she needs she needs Odo's protection because her new husband is trying to kidnap her child. Mm-hmm. She she's someone who cannot exist without a fair amount of high drama. So I don't know how I feel about her chances, but on the other hand, she's on the bonkers drama tribe. So she could slip under the radar when other people are being even crazier than she is. I'm glad you skipped over when she took Alexander Roshenko to the mud bats in the holodeck. That's a moment I do not <laughs> want to remember in Star Trek history. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think, Rob, I think Luxana has Reem upside here. I could totally yes. see it. Well, is she going to be wearing clothes? Well, I, I think it depends if they're going to have, uh, you know, if she's going to have Jeff Probst officiate her Betazoid wedding, maybe she'll just <laughs> get get into the, the natural. Oh, right they have there, a right naked then. wedding that they don't live naked on uh, Beta Z, right? No, there's uh, the Ferengi. The Ferengi women are actually <laughs> got naked. Got it. Got it. Uh, let's move on here. So Philip Giorgio is here. But of course, it's not the Philip Giorgio that we were introduced to in Discovery proper. No, no, no. Of course, this is the Hustler tribe. It's going to be Mirror Philip Giorgio, who Michelle Yeoh has just been eating up time on Disco uh, like it was Kelpian Ganglia. And here, I think she's about to kick ass and take some more names. Well, here's the interesting thing, Mike. Is everybody going to look at her and say, what are you doing on the Hustlers tribe? Shouldn't you be on the good Heroes point. tribe because you're a captain? And then she's going to have to figure out a good story to go with that because otherwise she blows her cover and she has to say, well, I'm actually not the Giorgio that you all knew. Mm, do you think it's like a brand enhanced like situation where she has like her Section 31 tattoo that she's got covered up with her T-shirt? You know, that's entirely possible. I think her chances of peeing in the rice are about equal <laughs> with brand enhances. <laughs> Exactly. You know what? You could blow up Quonos. You could pee in the rice. Really, the same amount of chaos here. Uh, we spoke Potato, about the Ferengi. Bef- yeah, we spoke about the Ferengi before. Uh, business owner extraordinaire Quark is here on the Hustlers tribe. Rob Quark is always quick to make a profit out of something. Is is that going to sew well in the game of Survivor? Will he be seen as too devious on this tribe? Uh, I don't know if people would necessarily uh, trust the uh, f- only Ferengi member of the cast that, you know, that he's always going to do, I think, what's going to be uh, best to try to uh, get those uh, million bars of gold-pressed latinum. I do think we'll hear a lot of the Ferengi rules of acquisition in Confessional, though. Mm. Yeah. Here, here's what I want to see. Um, similar to the Ali Patrick dynamic that we saw, um, I want to see confessionals from Odo and Quark being like, uh, do we have to admit that we know each other? We really hate each other. And they're going to be gunning for each other right out of the gate. Like they're going to look across the mat on the challenge and see each other there. And I think Odo and Quark end up really like fomenting this rivalry right out of the gate. So if they're both there on the same tribe at some point, that's going to be really fun to watch. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it, we all, we have so many dynamics going on, not to mention we have Picard with his common crush Beverly, as well as Loxana, the unrequited love, as well. There's so much. They have, uh, of course, Mirror Giorgio with Michael Burnham, considering the parent-child relationship that she had with Mirror Universe Burnham. And, of course, our next and very last cast member also has her own sordid history with Jean-Luc Picard. Rafi Musiker, disgraced former Starfleet member turned snakeweed disruptor wielding free agent uh i i'll be intrigued to see what she brings here jess 
Uh, she is a great character, definitely. I she's going to have the best confessionals. She's going to have. She has this incredible ability to make connections. I think this is the thing that made her valuable in the Picard series. I, if she brings it here, and she's always got a guy that knows a guy, and she can like do six degrees of separation to every single person on this tribe, that makes her social game incredibly powerful. Mm, so, Rob, you think she'll be able to connect with everybody in the game knowing someone who knows them? Uh, I think it's possible. I think the question that we might have for Rafi is, uh, is she going to be able to smoke on the island or is she going to have some sort of like a Shane Powers-esque like, uh, withdrawal from uh, being able to smoke? Oh, uh, well, I don't know. I did hear some reports by uh, <laughs> from a real uh, free cloud for sure that gave some reports as to somebody smuggling snake leaf oh. onto the island this season. Okay. Or it could be like Shane Powers and maybe just a kilo of snake leaf washes up mm-hmm. on the beach. <laughs> exactly. And then uh, you see the, the La Serena floating above and Rio sort of gives a salute to her and, and flies off. So it mysteriously, quote unquote, washed up on the shore. Yeah, I, I got to say, Mike, Rios is one of the characters that he was on our short list and he just didn't quite fit with this cast. It's that's one of our big missed opportunities there. I would have liked to see him play the game. To be fair, let's wait until we get more hologram personalities and then we can just cast an entire season of those people and we'll be OK. Well, he could just be we could just have a Rios tribe. It could be him and his five holographic alter egos. Yeah, Rios versus Pikes versus uh, versus Muds. <laughs> I'm into it. Uh, I think maybe that's our sequel. All right. Well, let's get things underway here. Let's see exactly what the game is going to do and whether a hero, a healer, or a hustler will prevail here in Survivor Star Trek. So uh, we're going to start things off, I believe, with a bit of a marooning uh, Starfleet style. I'm assuming a ship's going to get blown up and they're going to get stranded down in the... Oh. Oh, hold on. Uh, <laughs> I, I, you know, I hit, I, I hit on the r- wrong way. Oh, hold on. Oh, da, da, da. Okay. Uh, <laughs> hmm. Okay. Let me try this. Okay. All right. I, I have to do go okay. to the next page from from here. Proceed. Yeah. Proceed. proceed. Engage. Engage. All right. So we start with the marooning, and it's a race to the shore of SETI Alpha Five. First up, the healers win a fire making kit i mean they are the most ingenious so good on them for being able to secure a fire making kit but they're not the only ones that are going to be securing something it looks like i believe the heroes are going to win second place here they win flint much like in the real show jess the hustlers are left empty-handed here to start survivor star trek well i'm sure they can hustle up something You'd imagine so, uh, whether they're bargaining with each other. I'm sure they would definitely bargain with Jeff Probst the most to open up deals, Angelina Mm -hmm. style. Do you think that uh, Garrick would be getting people to give him a jacket, or could he just make a jacket? I think he'd probably be collecting scraps of other people's fabric to make a jacket to offer that for his vote in exchange. And then vote them out. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's see what's going on over on the Heroes Tribe as we get settled in here. Nothing special. The idol is currently hidden. Let's go to the Healers. Same thing. And the Hustlers. Everyone's still getting settled in. 
Everyone's still getting used to each other. But before they can do that, it's time to get ready for their first immunity challenge. This one's for all the marbles. It looks like we have two tribes winning immunity. The Hustlers, despite coming in last place at the Marooning, were able to rally and win immunity. No Hustler is going to be the first boot here. And the Healers win immunity. So we are really wow. mimicking... Uh, we are really mimicking the the reality of Survivor Triple H. The heroes, Rob, we are seeing a Starfleet captain or Michael Burnham be the now, first boot um, here. Did we see in the marooning, did anybody pick up the Ryan Ulrich uh, uh, advantage to be able to send an idol to the other camp? So I believe uh, for a little bit of uh, inside Brant Steele here, I believe that the number of advantages that came in the real Survivor Triple H uh, complicated the system too much. So we're going to consider those advantages non-canon. Uh, only the idols exist here in Survivor okay. Star Trek, so no- nothing okay. fancy. All right. Just wanted to make sure to see what our uh, prime directive was uh, in terms of... <laughs> it's in my uniform. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. Uh, so yeah, a hero is going to be out first. Very, uh, very fitting. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe this will be just like the beginning of J.J. Abrams' Star Trek, and Pike goes down once more. Oh boy, that would that would be a real bummer. I know how much we love Pike. All right, well, let's go to the heroes tribe and see what happens here. So nobody found the idol. Looks like Rob Picard and Janeway are bonding slightly. You know, they did have that scene in Star Trek Nemesis where Janeway called Picard. Is it sort of like a, a pleasantries exchange, considering that they had this relationship beforehand? Yeah, uh, certainly possible uh, that you feel like that these are two of the distinguished new school captains. Uh, perhaps uh, they are bonding over their experience dealing with the Borg. Mm, that's true, actually. They both have significant Borg experience. I can imagine that's a, that's a good talking point, especially because we do not have any Borg cast members <laughs> this season. Yeah. But they probably also are talking about, you know, they're both good friends with Seven of Nine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, that's true. They have, a, they have their own little mutual friend. This is sort of like a Dean and Kelly situation from Survivor <laughs> 39. Yeah, it's very much like that. Uh, right, but this right. says this has a lasting impact. Oh, so let's see. We, it looks like we have our first alliance form. Maybe this will – yep, it looks like Picard and Janeway have bonded, and they bring in Pike. So we have a trio here. Of course, that is not the majority of the tribe, but hell, in a first vote, They're any halfway little there. vote helps. They're halfway there. Let's see what happens over on the healers. They are safe from this vote, but I'm sure things are going to happen. Nobody has found the idol yet. Jet, Reno, and Odo have a major <laughs> fight. Jess, I could see this coming from a, a mile away. Yeah, I I definitely Jet Reno does not like it when other people tell her what to do and Odo's favorite thing is telling other people what to do. Yeah, you think that uh Rob, you think that Odo's playing a constable yeah, here? I think he's not so. Try to play like He's a playing criminal. the constable game right now. And so that <laughs> I think ultimately that's not going to work. Uh maybe also Jet Reno uh needed Odo's bucket to get water from the well and Odo didn't appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, I can see that. Yeah bit of a minor disagreement there so we'll see if that has a lasting impact uh into the game let's go what's going on at the hustlers i'm sure there's a lot of wackiness happening here so it looks like we have an alliance being formed between garrick and loxana hmm. troy interesting could, could be a I showmance mean, well loxana is also a woman who is uh has a keen fashion sense you can imagine that she would want to enlist garrick with his uh, his own sense of fashion yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I think they have a lot to talk about. Um, I think Oksana is someone who's going to try to play the flirt game 
And I don't know how well that works on Garrick, but they could certainly be bonding over any number yeah. of things. Wow. Loxana Troy is the new Parvati. Yeah. Who would have thought? Uh, I- I've always <laughs> thought that. <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, maybe that uh, we could see Loxana Troy go on a a, a real run, uh, and maybe even get to the end, uh, a la a game changers uh, Loxana Troyzan. <laughs> She'd be completely click, invisible click, the entire click, time. Click. <laughs> exactly, uh, but it looks like if Loxana also formed uh, another alliance here, uh, she's. She- She's uh, yeah. she's keeping her uh, options open. She's also formed a two-some with Harry Mudd. She's going to be one Menage of his women. Troy. <laughs> I think that's what we have to call both these alliances now. I think Rob perfectly coined it. We have a yep. Menage Troy going on. Yep. Uh, on Troy already playing her hand out of the gate, though I guess considering this group, I think you'd want to start stuff sooner rather than later. So it makes sense. We'll see if that pays off later on. But for now, we are going to Tribal Council here. So we have... Uh, a threesome here of Pike, Picard, and Janeway. The question is if they are going to stick together, if the other three are going to stick together. Rob, what are you thinking? Who's our first boot here? Uh, I wonder if Kirk, most iconic person in the Star Trek universe, that uh, I wonder if he's just too big of a target here at this first tribal council. What do you think, Jess? You got to take out the Boston Rob. I think I think Kirk has the biggest target on his back uh, going Indiana in. Indiana James. Totally. All right. So obviously nobody has an idol. Let's see what the votes are for this first vote of Survivor Star Trek. First vote, Kirk. Second vote. Oh, one vote, Cisco. One vote, Kirk. Kirk. That's two votes, Kirk. One vote, Cisco. Cisco. We're tied. (sighs) Two votes, Cisco. Two votes, Kirk. Two votes left. Cisco, or three votes Cisco, two votes Kirk, one vote left. Oh, oh. first person voted out of Survivor Star Trek. Ben Cisco, we hardly knew you four to do. Jesse's going to get a nice rock to Gino at Ponderosa by himself. Ben Cisco, what happened with him? God, I don't, I don't even know, Mike. I wonder if he just maybe. He has a very low tolerance for other people's BS. Like, remember, this is the guy that punched Q mm-hmm. in the face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm going to say he probably just had a short fuse and couldn't deal with the scheming. Yeah. He just might be – he might be just not quite on the same wavelength yeah, as Jess, everybody is it else. possible that Cisco still had some resentment towards Picard from the events of Wolf 359 and just never <laughs> got on board with uh, Picard? And so there was like tension yeah, there. I, I, I actually believe that point. Cisco's original vote, he wrote down the <laughs> cutest. And <laughs> Jeff Rupp said, no nicknames, guys, please. Yeah. Can somebody tell me who this vote is for? <laughs> well, well, let, let's see who who voted with Cisco because that one that person's going to be in a bit of hot water. So it looks like the threesome of Pike, Picard, and Janeway obviously voted for Cisco. Cisco obviously voted for Kirk. Uh, I can imagine that Kirk also voted for Cisco. So it looks like Michael Burnham, oh, Michael oh. Burnham's the Kirk sole vote. person to join mm. with Cisco to vote for Kirk. I don't know. Maybe Cisco saw a bit of uh, his son in Michael Burnham. Uh, I'm not entirely sure. I guess we'll we'll read his uh, written statement about it as penned by Jake Sisko later on. But it looks like Jess Michael Burns going to be in a bit of trouble coming to this next episode, though that is no it's no uh, different situation for Michael Burnham than normal. 
She's used to being in trouble. I'm not worried about her. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if she, this beats her getting, you know, excommunicated and demoted <laughs> from Starfleet, but it's a start. Yeah, I mean, she's been she's been to prison. This, this is, is nothing. This is nothing. Okay. Right. And so Cisco is now officially out of the game. He's not going to like the Nexus or anything where he could potentially be brought back. Yeah, he's not going to the Nexus of <laughs> Extinction. Uh, he will not be brought back in any variety. There's no Mirror Universe version of him that's going to be brought over for sentimentality. Mm. Got it. That's a, that's a great outcast twist, though, Mike. Seriously, we should do one where like their Mirror Universe counterparts all <laughs> no, come back, back and compete universe, for a spot yeah. in the game. Yeah, the, yeah. And the question is, do they have goatees because they're in the Mirror Universe or because they've been playing Survivor and those are their if beers? it's Boston Rob, yeah, then that's the case. Okay. <laughs> All right, so let's move into episode two here. We are short one Cisco, but we have 17 people left in the game. Let's see what's going to happen in our next episode. All right, so looks like our uh, alliance of Pike, Picard, and Janeway is holding pretty strong for now. Michael Burnham seems to be on the outs. And, of course, uh, Kirk, I guess, was sort of like a hanger-on. He figured, anybody but me, let's just, let me just vote with these people. Vote out Cisco. Over on the healers, nothing's going on. Let's go to the hustlers. Anything special? Okay, uh, we have these alliances as we, the <laughs> the Menage a Troy is uh, still going strong. <laughs> Let's see if it gets tested here. Let's go to our next challenge. Here we are. The healers in our next challenge are going to win immunity once more, and the heroes are also going to win. That means that the Hustlers, indeed, the Menage a Troy is going to be tested here. The Hustlers will visit their first tribal council. They missed out on a fishing kit and lines and lures. You can imagine with how much these people love antiquated activities <laughs> of the 20th century that they would love to be fishing. This is one of those things where you know that the episode had the immunity challenge wrap up at like 8.23 because we are going to need the entire rest of the episode to get into what is going to go down on the Hustlers tribe because these people are nuts. Yeah, and especially, I mean, Loxana Troy is the one who has the most strategic merit at this point. Let's see if she can keep stuff held together. But first, let's go to our Heroes tribe. They're celebrating not going to Tribal Council Oh, Pike and Kirk find something <laughs> yeah. in common. I think yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, they both were of the Enterprise. Yeah, it's, that's pretty straightforward. <laughs> <laughs> took them a few days, but they finally pointed at each other like, hey, you were a captain yeah. of the Enterprise, weren't yeah. you? You know a guy named Spock by any yeah, chance? <laughs> exactly. Uh, let's see what else is going on here. <laughs> see what's going on here on the Heroes Tribe. Oh, wait a minute. Janeway has left. I think maybe she felt a little bit of too much bro energy going on with Pike and Picard. So now we just have Picard <laughs> partnership without a Janeway. Oh no. This doesn't bode well for hmm. Janeway. I don't know. I mean, there are theoretically, you know, only two of them and three other people. I guess the question is, does she have the wherewithal to turn Kirk and Michael Burnham against her former allies? Well, it's a good question because we We've started to see the Pike-Kirk bond kind of blossoming here, and it's it's possible that she could get into the middle of that, but this is happening, and she needs to get under it. All right, let's move on to the Healers tribe. They are once again missing Tribal Council, but we'll see what happens here. Looks like we finally have our first alliance of the Healers, Rob. It is Agnes Gerardi. Beverly Crusher, Jet Reno, and the Doctor. So we have, uh, who is it? Odo, and 
I'm forgetting the other person, but they're the ones left out here. <laughs> Looks like Jet Reno, true to her nature, a little more uh, not into the alliance than uh, the McCoy others. McCoy is the other. Yeah, yeah. Odo and Bones. Yeah. There we go. Odo Ironically, and Bones. Ironically, uh, yeah. one named Bones, the other with no Bones. <laughs> Maybe they're bonding over that. They were too busy while everyone else is strategizing. Or maybe they're having a fight over that. <laughs> All right. Now let's go Let's go to our hustlers here, because this is the group that's going to Tribal Council. So nobody found it. Uh, the idol, Giorgio and Quark, have a major, major fight. Uh-oh. Fight. Uh-oh. Yeah. I mean, this this makes sense. I could imagine Quark uh, trying to treat Giorgio like one of his Dabo girls, and she is just having nothing of it. Yeah, and you know, Quark didn't do great in the Mirror Universe. So he probably has a bone to pick with her over that too. That's true. Actually, she she maybe she knows a bit about the Ferengi, and so uh, he he wants to you know uh, maybe on behalf of all Ferengi work against the Terrans here. Meanwhile, it looks like something's going on with one half of our menage, a Troy. Uh trouble in paradise, Rob. Mud and Troy have broken yeah. up. You would think that working with Harry Mud would be something that would probably be a uh, 39-day alliance for Loxana Troy, but no. Apparently, you just can't trust Harry Mud. Yeah, no Harry Mud bats with him anytime <laughs> soon. Okay. All right. All right, so, so things are pretty open here going into the Second Tribal Council. The only pairing we really have is what? It's, it's Troy and Garrick is really the only pairing that we have. Everyone else are free agents. Giorgio and Quark got into a big fight. Jesse, you think that means that one of them is going to get the axe here? I think they could target each other, and I think if everybody else is smart and is playing the right game, they will know to take advantage of that. But right. let's see what, what direction the Fashion Alliance tries yeah, to get them in. Where's Rocky in all of this? I feel like that her name hasn't even come up. She's doing what's best for Rafi. <laughs> okay. All right. But she's so far out, she could be an easy uh, and ripe target for the first boot. They want an easy vote. All right. Let's see what happens here in the first Hustlers Tribal Council of the season. First vote, Rafi. Oh, Rob. Uh-oh. You might be prescient here. Second vote, Giorgio. One vote, Giorgio. One vote, Rafi. Rafi. Two votes, Rafi. One vote, Giorgio. Oh. Harry Mudd. Oh. We have two votes, Rafi. One vote, Giorgio. One vote, Harry Mudd. It is very tough to say vote, Giorgio. <laughs> Fifth vote, Harry Mudd. We are tied. This be a two three, votes, two, one? Mudd. Two votes, Rafi. Who's going to be the Suri of the Hustlers tribe? Or could we possibly see a three-way tie? Let's see what that sixth vote is. Harry Mudd. The tribe has spoken. Three to two to one is enough to send Mudd Back in that great Gormagander in the sky. <laughs> Jesse no longer has any time devices to send himself back to day one. This is it for Harry Mudd. Well, you know, he really, I figured coming into this game, he'd either be able to get a handle on it and he'd manipulate everybody, or he'd just be too crazy. He'd bring like the Zane energy mm-hmm. to it. I could see that. And I think, especially with someone like Garrick, it's very much like the, hey, I've already got that covered. And I can, you know, reasonably trust Quark. So, like, mud sort of stepping on my ground here. I need to wash him away. Yep. If you've got someone who's like the bodega version of you, you got to get them out right away. All right. So, let's see what happened here. So, Garrick voted for Harry Mud. Mud voted for Raffi. Loxana voted for Harry Mud. So, the the, the fashion alliance sort of yeah. dictated the mud boot that, here. Uh, <laughs> Menage like Troy uh, went south in a hurry. 
Yeah, exactly. V- very much a broken situation. Looks like uh, Giorgio joined Mud in voting for Rafi. Maybe a bit of like a disco alliance going on here. It looks like poor Rafi was out on her own. Oh no, Quirk voted for Giorgio. And it, so, okay, so it looks Rafi like was the if free I radical this, that got picked up. Right, I think Rafi knew she was in trouble here. She made a last-minute pitch to vote out Mud. Luckily, she was able to pick up Loxana, who just had a big fight with Mud, and you know she brought in Garrick, and as a result, she was able to save her hide just in time here. It's not looking good for Quark, though, because he really is playing the game with his heart here. He's not thinking at all. He's just like voting based on his grudges. Do we think that Quark is doing a good job listening in on conversations, considering his ears? I mean, he works at a bar. He's probably learned how to tune a lot of that is out. Is that canon? Yeah, Do Frankies the- have excellent hearing? Okay. Yeah. They're not just for okay. show, Rob. <laughs> All right. So we are fortunately missing Harry Mudd as he goes back to his planet to make his own Survivor season with androids that I'm sure we'll simulate at some point in time. Let's move on here to episode three. And just as we figure that the Hustler Tribe is going to be chaotic, it's a pretty chaotic vote. I think things are still left in the air aside from that fashion alliance of of Garrick and Loxana. Let's see what happens in this next episode here. We are down to the Sweet 16. Let's see what's going on over on the Heroes Tribe. Over on the Heroes Tribe. Okay, looks like Picard is still holding pretty strong sans Janeway, but a partnership might not might be all you need. Uh, we, of course, have this Gerardi, Crusher, Reno, and Doctor Alliance. Looks like Reno is more on board. And let's see, over on the Hustlers tribe, the Fashion Alliance of Garrick and Loxana still holding strong. Let's go to our next challenge. Block in a hard place. Heroes tribe wins three hens and a rooster. Rob, who's the most likely to be the big Wendy here and let the chickens go? Hmm... Uh, I would think, uh, everybody's pretty practical here. Uh, perhaps, uh, Michael Burnham? Yeah, I could see that as well. I could see Michael Burnham letting them go and then, I don't know, saying that the chickens, uh, like, traveled back in time to go warn them about the reward that they were going to win or something, Jess? Yeah, and I'm pretty sure that, uh, Michael Burnham is a vegetarian after that terrible experience she had in the mirror universe. Mm. That's true. So I think she's like, well, if, if I can't eat this, nobody else will. Uh, so unfortunately, a uh, very bitter defeat for the heroes, but they have immunity at least. Who else is, who else won here? The healers, much like the season 35 proper, keep on keeping on. They will be safe once more. They get a dozen eggs, and I can imagine they have some very practical reasoning behind that. Odo will turn into a skillet to fry that up. Uh, they, they got a good <laughs> Damn breakfast it, I'm going a on. Doctor, not a short order cook. <laughs> Ooh, I really like I really like McCoy being the Keith Famey of this group. <laughs> okay. All right, let's move on here. So, Heroes Tribe seems like Pike is not into Picard. Pike Card has already oh, broken up. I here, wonder Rob. if he's going to go off to back to Janeway. Oh, please take me back, Janeway. I realize Picard's such a lameo. <laughs> he's ninety-four years old. And he's mostly artificial now. And he keeps trying to play that flute, but I know it's Mm -hmm. not his hands. (laughs) 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 All right, let's move on to the heroes here. Oh, we have our first idol find of the season. The Doctor has found the Healer's Tribe 
idol. Uh, yeah, I can imagine that, you know, being a hologram, you kind of find the, the blips in the programming in, in the holodeck that allows you to find the idol. So the doctor is in possession of the idol here in his medical bag. Jet Reno has a oh, major no. meltdown. She's, she's used to preventing major meltdowns in machinery, and she has her own. Maybe she's getting tired of this. Maybe she realized that Survivor wasn't necessarily for her, but I, I can imagine her having like a Gandhi-esque, you know, karate chop in a log. <laughs> This is on the heels of the big blow up with Odo also. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and let's go over. It looks like, oh, the doctor, inconfident in his idol find, has now left the alliance of healers, leaving behind Agnes Gerardi, Beverly Crusher, and Jet Reno. But it looks like another alliance is on the rise Ooh. here. Jet Reno has found new solace hmm. in McCoy. Okay. Of that, yeah. I could see. I yeah. could see them both like they're both very hardened and cynical and they will have a lot in common. I I feel and like I they're Im- it's a real good vibe. And I can imagine McCoy like talking her off the ledge of it of like, don't quit the game. Like, I need you here. We're going to be fine. You know, we're going to make the swap. Uh, and the doctor just put himself out there completely with no alliances, though he does have an idol in his pocket. So maybe yeah. he's feeling a bit. And McCoy is probably bonding with. We're out here with a bunch of shapeshifters and holograms, uh, them good old-fashioned humans working together. Do you think uh, McCoy and Kirk and their respective tribes sat around the campfire singing, Row, Row, Row Your Boat? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Is it somebody's birthday? All right. <laughs> well, let's let's keep going here into the Hustlers tribe. They're not going to tribal council. Ca- or they are going to tribal council. Uh, let's see what they have to do here. Okay, so Loxana and Giorgio have a major fight. Uh-oh. Now, Giorgio is, is all up in the major fights. Then Loxana and Raffi have a small fight. Loxana is just, power went yeah. to her empathic head, and it seems like she's just ready to, to take everyone but Mike, down. What's interesting here, we have sort of like a uh, Big Jeff-esque dilemma here. Uh, l- would you rather have a major <laughs> fight like Loxana or Giorgio, or like Loxana and Raffi have a small fight that has a lasting impact? Mm, yeah, would you rather like the relationship you have with Raffi mm. right now? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> All right. Let's see what's happening here. Oh, looks like we have another alliance forming here on the Hustlers tribe. Giorgio and Quark, despite getting in that fight on day one, just they have found some solace. And with it comes a bit of a strategic bond. Those crazy kids worked it out. Yeah, I think Not you know, very give- loyal, though. Not very loyal, but you know what? I think loyalty is hard to come by in this Hustlers tribe. So I think, listen, grab onto any lifesaver you can and just have it tow you to the nearest station. And then you can sort of figure it out. Is that like floaters grab (laughs) a life raft? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right, let's go to Tribal Council here. So I'm very excited to see how this turns out. Okay, so we have Garrick, Waxana, Giorgio, Quark, and Raffi. So now we have two pairs. We have Garrick and Waxana. We have Giorgio and Quark. Raffi could be in the middle or, Rob, much like you did once upon a time in the Amazon, she could get Christy Smith Yeah, but here. she voted at the last vote with uh, Garrick and Loxana Troy. So I would have to think that she's going to vote with them again uh, and potentially, uh, you know, uh, I feel like Giorgio is uh, definitely... Uh, I think that Quark, I think he's more like you know what he is, but uh, Giorgio, I think that uh, she could be more of a snake in the grass. Mm, snake leaf, leaf in the, the grass, grass specifically yeah. for Ra- as much as Rafi's concerned. All right, so no idol being played, obviously. Let's see. 
how the votes bear down here. First vote, Rafi. Second vote. Oh, interesting. Garrick. One vote Garrick, one vote Rafi. Rafi. That's two votes Rafi, one vote Garrick. Garrick. Two votes Garrick, two votes Rafi, one vote left. Let's see who the third person vote out of Survivor Star Trek is. Garrick! Wow. Wow. The Fashion Alliance gets (laughs) cut here as Garrick gets the bat left. They just couldn't make it work. (laughs) Apparently not. Wow. I had high hopes for Garrick going into this. Did not expect him to go out as the third boot here. So it looks like it really was a matter of Rafi in the middle. And they were the new power couple of Giorgio and Quark were able to swing Rafi over. It, it makes a lot of sense. I think this is who you target. If you see that there's power being grabbed, you don't you don't cut off the person who's in charge. You get their lieutenant because you might, you know, the person who's in charge knows she's being targeted. The lieutenant cuts off her power and, you know, it you never see it coming. Ah, oh, so you think Rob did did Garrick get a Garricked as in Survivor <laughs> Fiji? <laughs> uh, I didn't think of it that way, Mike. Yeah, it's a good point. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it is interesting that, you know, Loxana was going around making a big brouhaha. She thought she was in power, but the others were able to turn the votes around on her and Garrick. Now she is left without a right-hand man. She is about to go into the swap, so maybe that's going to be oh, yeah, her saving grace. But... I forgot about that. Yeah, not yeah. looking good for Loxana. And we say... Goodbye to Garrick here as he heads back to the Obsidian Order uh, to tell tales. He's probably going to tell people that he won this season and that he also finished in the jury and just to confuse everybody further about his actual placement in the season. Yeah, and he'll say he went back uh, from the edge of extinction and he found 17 idols. <laughs> yep, yep. But he, in reality, he was the married to her Mikey B. All right, episode four here. We are left with five heroes, six healers, Four hustlers, but it's all about to change. Everybody, drop your communicator badges. <laughs> we are swapping tribes, and we're going from three to three here. Let's see how it shakes down. So the new heroes tribe consists of Gerardi, Janeway, McCoy, Raffi, and the Doctor. So looks like things are pretty evenly split. We have three uh, healers, but they're not from the same alliances, along with Janeway and Raffi, both sort of free agents in their own variety. The new healers tribe looks to be an interesting bunch. We have Crusher, Kirk, Picard, Michael Burnham, and Giorgio. Bit of an interesting reunion here between Picard and Beverly Crusher, as well as Michael Burnham and Giorgio. Kirk's just <laughs> kicking it, as he's wont to do. And the Hustlers tribe, uh, we have Loxana, Troy, and Quark together after that pretty contentious last tribal council, as well as Pike, Reno, and Odo. Jess, anything stick out to you right now with these configurations of tribes? Well, Loxana Troy loves Odo. So she loves true. him almost as much as she loved Picard. So that bodes well for her. I think Odo and Quark, we're going to see that showdown that I assumed would be happening at some point. Um, I like... 
I like the way the Healers tribe is shaking out here. I think Picard and Crusher could be the new power couple. And I think Kirk is going to feel really loved and appreciated as both of these factions try to sway him to their yeah. side. Uh, don't forget about he- that Odo and Jet Reno had that big fight earlier in the season when Odo was bringing that big constable energy to the Healers tribe. So uh, just because <laughs> that be- that be- yeah, just because that they were from these uh, same Healers tribe doesn't mean that they are going to be on the same page now on the Hustlers tribe. That's what, yeah, that's what makes it a really interesting swap is, you know, the first two tribes have a 3-1-1 majority, but the three are anything but together. The Hustlers have a 2-2-1, but again, these pairs are anything but together. So really, anything can happen here in these new configurations. Let's see how these new tribes get settled in here. So on the Heroes tribe, McCoy yes. is going to get used to his new camp, and he is going to find that idol, and he is going to stash it in his med kit where nobody is going to find it. McCoy has the idol here. Bones put it in the lower third. He's got an idol yeah, in his back. Doctors are two for two on finding idols so far this season. I guess they're good for like examining I mean, things. They've got like the tricorder, yeah. so maybe that's giving them an advantage. They're, they're detail- yeah, do you think they're use- are they cheating that they can use tricorders to search for idols, Jess? <laughs> um, I don't I think item. the tricorders were probably confiscated. <laughs> yeah. I I think well, I that's know. something you win in a reward later <laughs> in the game. Yeah, I can imagine that Kirk, sort of like Kobayashi Maru style, uh, smuggled something into the game uh, in a certain orifice. Uh, and we also have – so this is an interesting situation as well because McCoy is on a tribe with the Doctor who also has an idol. So two idols on one tribe right now. Uh, so we're, as we're scrolling through here, just a quick review. So Gerardi is missing her allies and Bones is missing his main ally. The question is, will they work together we shall see. Let's go over to our new healers tribe. And as we saw here, Beverly is left on her own. Georgia is left without her boo quark. Let's go to the hustlers. I think the hustlers tribe is the only one to not have an idol. So we'll see exactly what happens here. Reno's without her closest allies and quark is without his boo. Georgia. Let's see how these new tribes square off in a, in a, in a reward challenge. Looks like the new heroes tribe is going to win Peanut butter jelly, bread, and bags of potato chips. Everyone can chow down. I'm sure, considering the tribe is mostly uh, doctors, they're going to also advise on the bad nutritional value of (laughs) peanut butter jelly sandwiches and chips. Okay. I think that the holographic doctor uh, doesn't eat that much, so that's a good person to have on your tribe. Exactly. Like, you can always get seconds. Over on the immunity challenge, the new Hustlers tribe, Pike, Reno, Loxana Troy, Odo, and Quark are going to win immunity and avoid tribal council. And the new Heroes tribe, the filled with peanut butter and jelly and not if you're a hologram, have also won immunity, meaning the new Healers tribe is finally going to go to tribal council in this new swap. Let's see how it proceeds. So we know that McCoy and the Doctor have idols. See if Two idols in a five-person tribe. Uh, it could be a wild tribal council. Oh, yeah. Something's going on. Oh, Rafi and the Doctor have a major fight. Not a great first impression that the Doctor is leaving on Rafi here, Jess. Uh, maybe, she, maybe she ate his reward and <laughs> got upset. Yeah, I could. I could also see she. She tend to get a little freaked out by the Rios holograms in Picard. I could imagine that just working with the pure concept of a hologram is something that unnerves her. It's true. She's not a fan. Rob, on over on the New Healers tribe, Crusher and Burnham find something in common. Yeah, I wonder what it could be. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what what they could have in common. They're both in Starfleet. 
it's <laughs> a good commonality across literally every <laughs> nearly everybody in this game uh but i could see it you know maybe we don't know much about uh beverly crusher i mean uh maybe beverly crusher is relaying the story to burnham that she once had sex with a ghost maybe that's like a nice little campfire mm-hmm. tale maybe they both like to tap yeah. dance ah, that could work. maybe crusher teaches burnham how to tap hmm. dance yeah there you go i don't know i don't know exactly well looks like we see an alliance forming here just in time. Ooh, a nice alliance between Kirk and Giorgio. I could see this happening. Not only that, but I could see a possible showman. Showman, right uh oh. I ship it. I absolutely I, I ship Kirk and Giorgio. I want to hear all the wand offs yeah. about this. Wow. Kirk and Giorgio kicking yeah, it. Yeah, it's. It, I mean, listen. I mean, I, they're cooking Kirk. it. Uh, they're they're, they're going to have a they're going to have a good time. They're going to have a good time yeah. no matter what. Let's see what happens on the new Hustlers tribe. Waxana and Quark bond slightly. Okay, so this could be a situation where like they know they're the only two Hustlers left. They're going to try to find some common ground despite what happened last vote. Also, there's an alliance forming. Oh, looks like Roxana Troy has yeah. found another mate. She's her new Garrick in the form a of new Menage Troy has formed. I ship Menage, that too. Menage Troy number three, uh, number trois, as it were. Let's move forward. So the new healers tribe is going to tribal council here. So it's Beverly Crusher, Kirk, Picard, Michael Burnham, and Giorgio. So this is another interesting situation. So we had Kirk and Giorgio officially forming an alliance. We have Crusher and Burnham getting along. Rob, do we think this means Picard's going to be left uh, out? certainly is possible or that we could see a situation like we just saw with Rafi where he could be the person to jump on board. I guess the question is, which side would he be more likely to uh, jump on? I would have to think it would be uh, Beverly and Michael. I could also imagine, Jess, do you think there are any chances that these three heroes stick together knowing that they have the majority? I mean, it's possible. Kirk and Picard always got along pretty well when they were in the Mm -hmm. Nexus together. We have some That's good true. memories yeah. from that, so. All right, well, let's see who's going to be the first boot in the yes. new healer's tribe uh, here on Survivor Kirk Star Trek. always knew that he would get voted out alone when he's on the edge of extinction. <laughs> <laughs> Although that's not uh, how right, he let's see. got voted out, so we'll see. Okay. Right. Yeah, let, let's see if he ends up uh, getting voted out on a slab of metal <laughs> here. First vote, Picard. Oh, boy. Second vote, Michael Burnham. That's one vote, Michael. One vote, Picard. Third vote. Michael, that's two votes Burnham, one vote Picard. Michael Burnham, the tribe has spoken unanimous vote for the first time this season. Everyone, including her uh, new tap dance instructor, Beverly Crusher, has decided to crush Burnham, sending her promptly away and back to Vulcan to confront a disappointed yeah, uh, Sarek. That really was a interesting turn of uh, events here with this vote because you had uh, three people from her original tribe there. Two of them voted against her. Uh, and even Beverly Crusher, who she had uh, something in common with, also voted for her. So uh, I don't know. Maybe she. Well, Rob, that family is just not good hmm, at Survivor. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, maybe once she threw out Picard's name, everybody's like, oh, she's got to go. Bridge too far. R- yeah, exactly. <laughs> go to the bridge too far. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, it could be a situation, honestly, where we talked about the heroes were not that particularly tight, and I think that maybe Giorgio is someone who would want to take advantage of that. Maybe she's angry at Michael for dragging her into the Prime universe, and so she wanted to exact her revenge here and was able to cobble together a vote, sort of like Sandra with Amber in uh, Survivor 40. You know, it was some personal business outside of the game that ended up being Michael Burnham's end here. Well, we'll see. Maybe 900 years in the future, Michael Burnham will win a season of Survivor. Only time will tell. Uh, let's let's move on here. So we got our episode five as these new tribes are still working themselves out. Let's see how it shakes down. Okay, we got our two idols found by McCoy and the Doctor. Uh, let's move on to our new healer's tribe who just went to Tribal Council Unfortunately, nobody has an idol here, uh, so we shall see. I mean, with a with a, a unanimous vote on Michael, we'll see if it's as united of a front as they want us to believe. Let's go to the yeah. Hustlers I, I do tribe. That. I think that Kirk and Giorgio now have uh, the controlling interest in the tribe, uh, in this four-person tribe. They are down now to four. They have the, basically, this showmance is going to be uh, dictating whether it's uh, Picard or Crusher goes next if they go to another tribal council. Do you think Picard and Crusher can sort of communicate with each other telepathically like they did in that one episode to try to remind you to, to, go, to go to rocks against Kirk and uh, Giorgio, to go to Vasquez Rocks? <laughs> Ooh, all right. We are three for three on healers finding yes. idols. Jet Reno has found the Hustlers tribe idol. All idols are accounted for now. And uh, Jet Reno is probably feeling pretty darn safe right now, Jess. You know, this is probably a good time for me to note that I think Jet Reno was my preseason oh. winner pick. Ooh, okay. And I'm really excited to see where she takes it. Um, I think if anybody had a good chance of finding idols, it's somebody who works in a detail-oriented field like engineering. Like, you know where all the nooks and crannies are. All right, well, let's move into, uh, I believe we have a reward challenge in this episode. So let's see what food the doctor will win and not eat. Uh, looks like the healer's tribe is going to have a comeback in this challenge. They're going to win iced coffee, pastries, and coffee and tea Earl brewing Gray, supplies. Tea. Janeway. For me. Yeah, exactly. Janeway, <laughs> Janeway is steaming, looking at that coffee and realizing that it's not hers. Uh, but it And it looks like uh, which tribe is – oh, well, you know what? Janeway's going to get a little bit. The Heroes tribe is also going to win a bit of reward. They win some iced coffee. So you know what? It's not nothing. And it looks like the new Hustlers tribe, much like the Hustlers tribe of old, is deprived of any caffeine boost. Here. Damn it. I'm a doctor, not a barista. <laughs> I can imagine Bones getting like behind the counter at like the Survivor Reward trying to serve things up. Okay. All right, let's move Mutiny. on here. Mutiny Challenge. The Healers Tribe is going to avoid Tribal Council, and joining them are the Hustlers. So the new Heroes Tribe is going to Tribal Council here in the swap, the Two Idol Tribe. So let's see what happens here. Uh, so we have McCoy and the Doctor having idols. Let's see if one comes out or both at these tribal councils. Looks like no change in alliances. Uh, I don't think there were alliances in the first place. Nothing occurred over on the healers. On the hustlers, Jet Reno has the uh, immunity idol, and a new alliance has formed. Loxana Troy continues to pick up the pieces here as she has formed alliance. What a hustler a three-way she alliance. She really personifies it here as she forms an alliance with Odo and Quark, a DS9 and, I guess, DS9-adjacent <laughs> alliance here, Jess. 
She was the first person I wanted to cast for this Hustlers tribe, and she is certainly proving that she has earned that spot. All right, so she can rest with a bit with uh, with this new group of guys and or shapeshifters surrounding her. As we go to the Heroes Tribe, her we have Gerardi, Janeway, Bones, Rafi, and the Doctor. Jess, what are you thinking here? So we have McCoy and the Doctor both have idols. We have three healers to one hero and one hustler, but the three are not in sync whatsoever. Yeah, it really is anybody's game right now. And the question is, with those two idols out there, if either one of those guys feels like they're in danger, are they going to be able to detect it and play it? Yeah, Rob, I don't know what I'm feeling about Agnes Gerardi right now. She's been a yeah, bit purple. super purple. Uh, we haven't seen uh, much from her in terms of uh, where this is going to go. Uh, we've had very little alliance talk also here in this Heroes Tribe. Uh, this just might be a round where everybody just plays their idols because that uh, who knows how this is going to go. All right, let's see if it's like the Wild Wild West, but not like that Fistful of Data's episode. Let's see what happens. So McCoy has an idol. And the doctor has an idol. Let's see if any idols are played here. Ooh, looks <gasps> like McCoy is using an idol on the wow. doctor. Wow. <laughs> so it's one of those situations where the doctor convinced him that he was in danger, even though he had his own idol. Yeah, this was a hold up bones moment. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. So McCoy plays the idol on the doctor. Will the doctor, like Tony and LJ at the Kagiyan merge, will the doctor in turn play his idol on McCoy? Oh, I would like to see the Doctor really become a Tony Vlacos-like figure here. Uh, let's see, or if he's going to keep it to himself. Doesn't look like he is. Okay, so any doc- votes against the Doctor will not count. First vote goes to Rafi. Janeway, that's one vote Janeway, one vote Rafi. Did the Doctor just get Bones to waste <laughs> his idol? Two votes Janeway, one vote Rafi. Looks like it. Wow. All right. This oh. could have been this is a slam dunk vote against Catherine Janeway and the doctor, probably in the bigger story of the night, the doctor gets Bones to waste his idol on him. Janeway off to the Delta Quadrant. Wow. Wow. Who I I another hero fallen by the wayside here. Looks like she was going for the common scapegoat in Rafi, but it looks like everyone else joined up together to get rid of her. What happened here, Jess? Why did Janeway end up getting the, the bat left here? This really doesn't make any sense to me. Like, how? We didn't even hear she didn't have any fights with anybody. I mean, maybe could she have, um, when the doctor said he didn't want his iced mm-hmm. coffee, she should have waited for everybody to divide it up amongst themselves. Is this one of those Randy Bailey cookie moments? Yeah. This is just, it goes back to what I've been saying about the season where uh, we had, this is an episode, we have three tribes, we have a reward challenge, we have an immunity challenge. There's just not enough time to be able to explain what's going on with the strategy. And so we end up in a situation like this where we really don't understand what happened in the game. Yeah, we're gonna have to turn to the uh, Trekkie yeah. know-it-alls to see or exactly what they, how they can hour break down this season here, and then we'll be able to explain what happened. <laughs> give us, f- yeah, give us six movies to describe what happened. Put this on CBS All Access. Everybody wants it, and people yes. will pay oh, for yes. that. And they'd, and they'd be they'd be swearing yes. so much. Rafi uh, swears <gasps> by it. So does uh, Gerardi. 
Yeah, so it looks like Jamie gets, including the doctor, votes out his captain. He voted out his own captain in Janeway. It looks like she just couldn't get her footing in that new tribe. Maybe it was just that, you know, maybe the healers stuck together here and Rafi was able to acclimate herself better than Janeway did. She was always known as someone who was a bit, you know, a bit of a stickler when it came to the prime directive. So maybe they were looking for someone a little more loosey-goosey. But here we we move on here. Looks like the... uh, the Heroes Tribe is just winnowing down here. I think we only have three of them left out of the remaining, what, 14 people? Yeah, and we have every single healer is still yeah. left in the game. Heroes That's did have cool. a big target on their back coming in. Yeah, they, they had they were some of the biggest names, so it would make sense that you know it'd work out in that sort of returning players way. Let's let's see how these tribes are shaking out as we reach episode six. So the doctor has an idol. Uh, and I still cannot believe he was able to convince Bones to play an idol on him when he had one in his pocket the entire time. Just the, the sheer... The sheer? No, he's not in this hubris. Game. Not one of the no. <laughs> He's a... Uh, no, he's off doing his own little secret mission on another holodeck as a Bashir secret agent. Maybe Garrick was able to join him. Indoor. From Ponderosa. Yeah. Bashir was totally going to be Garrick's <laughs> loved one. Oh, uh, if only. So we sit down and have a lunch together. All right, let's see what's going on on the Healer's Tribe. Uh, looks like everything is a bit of a same old, same old. Then we Except go for, over... Yeah, of Kirk course, and Giorgio are still together. Kicker Giorgio is still kicking it. Uh, let's move over to the Hustler's Tribe. Reno has the idol, uh, and it looks like... I believe we have uh, a new alliance, right? The, we have Pike and Troy working together, as well as Loxana Troy. Loxana Troy has all of her outs working out at the moment. She wants to make this merge, and so she's going to make sure she's allied with literally everyone in the tribe to make sure she gets there. Look, I, I respect the hustle. All right, let's go into our reward challenge here. I believe this is uh, the one where uh, the don't remember this one, but I'm sure it's fine. The healer's yeah, tribe. This is where everybody's like pulling the rope uh, from different uh, points to try to uh, balance something. Yeah, I remember. It's, I think it was the one in the real show where like uh, the Soko tribe had been losing every challenge, and then they finally won pizza. That's the, mm-hmm. that's what I remember it for. And true to their yellow name, the healers win reward here. They win ten pizzas and soft drinks. I don't know how Jean Luc Picard feels about pizza, but it'd be very interesting to watch him interact with it. Well, we we do know how he feels about pizza because oh, we saw true. him eat some. Uh, are these Riker pizzas or are these Fijian pizzas? Oh, though I are, feel like you you know Riker is the chef at <laughs> Fijian Ponderosa. Is he like the is he like the short order cook at the Baloo Burger Bar? Yeah, exactly. And you know that Lieutenant Brett LaBelle is going to come on. Uh, you know Rob has a transmission <laughs> and just completely belittle Riker's mm. cooking. It's true. Brett LaBelle has a real problem with Riker, and the, the pizzas are so tiny and they're not even that good. And of course, uh, one pizza, not to be uh, demeaned, is won by the Heroes Tribe as well. So the Hustlers, Loxana Tribe might have, you know, a lot of men in her favor, but she's not having a pizza anytime soon. Let's go to our immunity challenge. Last one before the merge, Disky Business. This is where they have to uh, do the team challenge, where they have to stack immunity on a disc. Really big test of teamwork. The new Healers Tribe is going to win immunity, as do the new heroes so it looks like our new hustlers tribe is going to enter tribal council we're going to have a 444 going into the merge should be super interesting this is the Luxana rules tribe the last time she went to tribal council she thought she was in charge and her right hand man got voted out so let's see what happens here nothing on the heroes tribe 
Over on the healer tribe, Kirk is impressing Sounds the rest right. of the team. I can ima- imagine he's showing <laughs> off some of those uh, those Gorn and karate <laughs> moves. Like Kirk, Kirk Fu. Uh-oh. Hey, he's, uh-oh. uh-oh. Looks like Kirking it, Kirking it is done. Giorgio is done with Kirk. She has left the alliance. What? And oh, Kirk no! shockingly Ooh! quits the game. Oh! Wow! Wow! What? Kirk! Holy oh. moly! Broken hearted, I guess. Log. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> I mean, this does seem of all the captains, this would be Kirk, right? Like, the most dramatic exit from the game. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. He I wasn't, wasn't going to go to tribal council, but he was just so emotionally overwrought with what happened with Giorgio, felt so embarrassed, he decided to take his ball and go home. He was impressing the rest of the tribe. He had yeah. the merge right there in his grasp, but he couldn't yeah. make it. And he's, Jess, he's, 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 he's I have back. to ask that. Do you think, was this all a play from Giorgio to uh, Kirk it with, uh, with uh, James Tiberius and then uh, break his heart and get him to leave the game? To love yeah. him and leave him? Like an Edith Keeler. Oh, boy, that, I mean, she's cold. I didn't know she was that cold. <laughs> wow. Wow. So wow. Kirk, in leaving the game, uh, he elects not to, you know, leave by the boat. He seals himself up inside of a coffin, <laughs> has them play Amazing Grace on the bagpipes, and launches himself over yeah. to Ponderosa. Wow. The needs of the one <laughs> outweigh the needs of the many. Wow. I mean, this also might be the first time we've encountered an outright yeah. quit in our brain sales. We've done a medevac before, but we uh, we have quit. And so we can fast forward through this. I believe that Tribal Council is going to be canceled in lieu of Kirk quitting. Uh, so, yep, Tribal Council has been canceled. Kirk is going to wow. be our last pre-merge boot by quitting the game. You hate, hate to, to see, see it. it. And- I mean, maybe he just wanted to go on the Ponderosa <clears throat> trip. Wow. Maybe he was recruited and told that he was just going to get a free vacation. They were going to vote him out early, and he stayed in the game longer. And just like, this isn't for me. I want to go on the free vacation. Okay. And really, uh, this was, uh, what was the tribe, the Heroes tribe that would have gone to Tribal Council? The Hustlers. hustlers. I mean, that Waxana Troy uh, really was able to dodge a bullet and not have to go to this Tribal Council. Yeah, though, the interesting thing is that Kirk's going to be brought back in a later season, and Jeff Probst is going to claim... You know, he had eremotic syndrome, but actually he quit mm. the game. Like, let's not, you know, gussy this up here. This was not a medevac. Kirk quit. Wow. Okay. So what a twist of fate, uh, Mike. We talked about how it was going to be a 4-4-4 scenario going into the merge, but uh, things are radically different now. Yeah. So if you want to go proceed, we can actually merge here. We're going to, uh, I guess, whatever the 24th century version of Outback Steakhouse <laughs> is. Very nice, Mike. Very nice tribe name. So the Roddenberry tribe, which is merged. Let's read them off here. We have 12 people left. Agnes Girardi, Beverly Crusher, Christopher Pike, Jean-Luc Picard, Jet Reno, Bones McCoy, Waxana Troy, Odo, Giorgio, Quark, Raffi, and the Doctor. So a quick summary here. The Doctor and uh, Jet Reno both have idols. We have six healers left. We have only two heroes left, and we have four 
Hustlers left. So now at the merge in the actual season, Heroes, Healers, Hustlers, we saw that the Heroes and Healers, or Heroes and Hustlers came together saying there's too much of a majority here on the Healers. We want to join up and take them out. And it worked to a certain extent. Now they would have tying numbers here, but Rob, do you expect a similar situation happening? Or do you think that it might be easy pickings to get rid of the Pike card? Uh, I don't know. We could see some sort of like a Malcolm and Denise type situation where uh, that people aren't as worried about them because there's only uh, two of them left in the game. So, uh, oh yes, the the Matt Singh maneuver. Yeah, I believe it's called. so uh, they could ultimately <laughs> end up being uh, you know uh, swing votes to take a look at to maybe uh, you know uh, I, I guess we we could see. Uh, like in the original Heroes versus Heroes versus Hustlers, uh, everybody ganging up on the healers at the merge. So I think that's probably the more likely scenario. Or, hear me out, Pike and Picard just run around the island really, really fast and make everybody think that there's more of them oh, than are actually there. Oh, I thought you meant they were going to run really fast around the sun and turn back time and go to 1987. Bring Kirk back. Mm. Yep. All right, well, let's let's get into our new tribe breakdown here, because we have a lot of alliances to sift through. Okay. Okay, so yes, Reno has an idol, the Doctor has an idol. I believe that no new idols will be hidden until all have been expended, so they're both sort of sitting on them right now. Maybe the Doctor will get Reno to use her idol on him. Uh, so we have some groupings back together here. Uh, the healer women of Gerardi, Crusher, and Reno are back together as is the uh, Dry Alliance of Reno and McCoy. Let's see. Uh, looks like Giorgio and Quark are back together. Uh, Pike and, uh, you know, and I wonder how Giorgio, if, whether she's feeling celebrant or uh, tragic at the departure of Kirk. Pike and Troy are back to, are still together, as are Troy, Odo, and Quark. It looks like, really, the, uh, the OG hustlers seem to have the most connections of this tribe. I mean, Troy is running things. Well, it looks like at least one hero will not go home tonight, because in the first individual immunity challenge, Jean-Luc Picard is going to go home with the necklace here, or I guess the, the, the immunity uniform, we should call it. <laughs> okay, all right. So Picard will not go home. All right, let's see what's going on here. So idols are found. Looks like something's going on. McCoy and Odo have a minor disagreement. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, Picard and Waxana find something in common. Oh, could they finally be working together after she turned away her advances so many times, Jess? Well, what's really interesting is that Waxana is also working her magic with Crusher. I could see, I could see sort of like, uh, Luxana sort of is, is straddling both sides of the franchise here and working a DS9 alliance and a TNG alliance. Is well. Luxana Troy playing the best survivor game of all time? Or is she going to get caught? That's, She's going to be the Rob G. Otis of this season. Okay. That's the thing. It's, it's, it's got to be a question of like, she has so many connections right now. It's whether everyone catches wise and decides to turn on her. Uh, but it seems like right now she's able to take advantage of, I think, the chaos of the merge to at least guarantee her safety until jury. Let's see who's going to become uh, the last pre-jury member here, the Jessica Johnston of this season. So again, Reno and the Doctor both have idols. 
let's see if they use them. I can't imagine that they will. What, what do we think here, Jess? Because, again, anything can happen at the merge. And we see a lot of two-person and three-person alliances. If you had to wager a guess as to who's going to be our 12th placer here, who's it going to be? Um, I think it's going to be someone that is outside of Loxana's orbit. I mean, she is really the power player here. It's going to be, it's going to be a more new schooler. Um, I think Rafi doesn't really have the connections that she needs to stay afloat. She'd be an attractive target that everybody could be on board with. Um, she has some opportunities here to make a real statement about who she wants to be with for the long game. So I think if I were Loxana and I were looking to cement my power position in this game, I would not make a big move here. I would go with somebody that everybody could agree on. What do you think, Rob? Who's who's a good merge uh, boot here? I wonder if the healers who uh, you know have, have could be. I guess uh, maybe that I, I was going to say Loxana Troy, but maybe Odo is going to protect her with the uh, the other original healers and might say like, "Oh no, don't go with her." Uh, so I wonder. I mean, Picard would have been a would have been a good pick. Uh, this is a tough one. Yeah, because Pike is also working with with Waxana, so you'd imagine that she'd want to keep him around. It, it could be a, a shot at you know one of these healers who she's not working yeah. with at all. So maybe in that capacity, maybe Reno and the Doctor could be looking to use their idols if they want to keep this uh, healer majority. Okay. All right, let's see what happens in the first vote after the merge. Okay, if anybody has an idol, it's the time to play it. No play. No one plays their idol. First vote, Agnes Gerardi. Mm. Second vote, Odo. One vote, what? Odo. One vote, Gerardi. Giorgio. Uh-oh. One vote, Gerardi. Uh-oh. One vote, Odo. One vote, Jojo. I hate saying that. Two votes, Odo. <laughs> one vote, Giorgio. One vote, Gerardi. Gerardi. That is two votes, Gerardi. Two votes, Odo. Let's make it three votes, Gerardi. So three votes, Gerardi. Two votes, Odo. One vote, Giorgio. Giorgio, okay. So we're we're building some votes here. Giorgio, that's three votes Gerardi and three votes votes Giorgio. Gerardi, four votes Gerardi, three votes Giorgio. Odo. What is happening? The votes are flying everywhere here like phaser signals. We have four votes Gerardi, three votes Giorgio, three votes Odo, two votes left. Odo. Four votes Gerardi, four votes Odo, three votes Giorgio. We could be looking at a possible three-way tie here, but Odo is sinking into the goo. <laughs> Joining the founders. Going, he's the founder. Going back to the Great Link. I would say he's the founder of the Jury Villa, but he did not make the jury, unfortunately. Oh, wow. The Jessica Johnson. Oh. Yeah, so Odo, the tribe is spoken by a vote of five to four to three, Wild. you'd have to imagine. You, yeah, you would. must have been trying to split an idol. That could but, be. The, that could be the case. But I wonder, did Luxana turn on one of her allies here? Let's see what happened. So, looks like a bit of a, a healer civil war here. Gerardi voted for Odo. Crusher voted for Odo. Uh, Pike threw a vote onto Giorgio. Picard threw a vote onto Odo. Reno threw a vote onto Odo. So it looks like oh, the healers uh, thought Bones he was a turncoat, maybe. Yeah, I would imagine so. If he flipped to the uh, hustlers. Like they knew about his alliance. With- He's getting too yeah. close to Loxana. Yeah. Loxana voted for Gerardi. Okay, so it looks like Loxana and her cronies decided to 
try to mount an insurrection against Gerardi. Uh, Giorgio and Quark decided to join in there. Uh, meanwhile, were, were they mounting an insurrection against a nemesis? Oh boy! Well, hopefully neither one, because they're not very good movies. <laughs> uh, but it looks like, meanwhile, Rafi, Pike, and Do- the Doctor went on another plan to vote for Giorgio. But meanwhile, Picard joined up with Crusher. Uh, or sorry, yeah, Picard joined up with Crusher, Gerardi, and Reno, that triumvirate of healer women, to get. Yeah, and, uh, and McCoy Odin. too. Once again, and McCoy, and once again, Loxana has lost her closest mm. ally in a tribal council. Black Widow. She's gonna bounce back. She's she's amazing. She's gonna she's gonna turn it around. Wow. So we are Odo less here. There's a lot of odor. <laughs> there is no Odo in the final eleven. Here we have reached the jury stage. Let's see where things go from here. This is gonna be exciting. So, we know that Reno has an idol. We know the Doctor has an idol. We have, should we give a name to these three healer women, Gerardi, Crusher, and Reno? Um, I think we can just call them the healer women. Yeah, we're like Starfleet's <laughs> angels. Sure. All right, so we have Starfleet's angels. We have uh, the alliance of Reno and Bones. You can imagine that Reno bought, brought McCoy in to vote, vote out Odo last time. Georgia could Bones and, Quark, and Reno were- be the alliance known as Borneo? Yes, I love that so much. Yes, that's fantastic. And I guess, I don't know, who's the snake <sighs> and who's the rat? I guess we'll determine when they make the final Damn two it. here. I'm a doctor, <laughs> not a zoologist. <laughs> <laughs> Giorgio and Quark, even though they were on the wrong side of the vote, they are still working together. Uh, I think Luxana is still working with Pike, and now she has Quark all to herself as well, even though she's missing her boothing Odo. Let's see if Loxana can, can recover from here. Uh, we have a reward challenge where a group of five castaways is going to win uh, some reward here. Let's scroll down and see who it might be. Jet Reno does not participate. She's probably hunting for idols anyway. But automatically gets the reward along with the group two. Oh, uh, and it looks like going on the famous spaghetti dinner reward are Agnes Gerardi, Jean-Luc Picard, McCoy, Quark and Raffi. Do we think that Quark is definitely like scrounging around that spaghetti for an idle clue, right, Jess? I think Quark is going to be one of the people that I think he's going to like throw the plate into the woods and then we're going to get to like, then you're going to get to like Picard goes and to eat and he's like, why is the spaghetti Mm. on a napkin? We're going to continue our hero dominance and the immunity challenge as Pike wins uh, the next immunity challenge. Maybe this is why they got rid of all the heroes pre-merge, Rob, is because they knew they dominated yep. the challenges. Uh, two for two in the individual immunity so far. All right, so Pike is guaranteed safe here. Let's see what's going on at camp in a post-Odo world. What's going to happen? Specifically, what is Loxana Troy going to do? Because you know she's going to do something. Rafi has a major oh, no. meltdown. Oh, withdrawal is a bitch. <laughs> it's, 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 it's finally taking effect, and it looks like her and the doctor have a small fight. Unfortunately, she's taken it out on the hologram. She really does not have a lot of good feelings towards him. And that's it. So let's proceed here. Okay, so let's look at, at the map here. So we know that Starfleet's angels have dominance here. Last time they were able to rope in Picard and McCoy. Do we assume that this alliance sticks together even though they're only five out of 11 at well, this point? Well, I think we have to look at the who are the people that voted for Giorgio at that tribal, last tribal council? I believe that was, I'd have to imagine that was uh, Pike, 
I think that was Rafi and the Doctor, yeah. maybe, were the three who voted, who voted for mm, Georgia. Well, Rafi and the Doctor might not be on the same page, but I wonder if uh, two or three of those votes might be up for grabs for the uh, Starfleet women uh, or the healer women uh, to potentially uh, put together with uh, Picard and Bones. Yeah, what do you what do you think, Jess? What do you think is gonna are, are, is the the healer supermajority gonna stick together here? Um, if I were part of that group, that's what I would do. But they do they do need to pull in a couple other people, so it's a really good question what they're gonna do next. And I think they've all got to be looking out for. Um, they all have to know what a huge threat Loxana is. Like if I were them, I would probably be targeting her next just to make sure that she doesn't do any more damage. All right, let's see who's going to become the first member of the jury here in Survivor Star Trek, the council that will determine when Q brings everyone in for a trial on <laughs> humanity or whatever species you may be, uh, who will be serving on the jury. So once again, the doctor has an idol. Reno has an idol. Let's see what happens. Looks like no idols are played. First vote, hmm. Quark. Oh, they're just dismantling Loxana's alliances. Picard. One by one. One vote Picard, one vote Quark. Two votes Quark, one vote Picard. Quark, that's three votes Quark, oh, one boy. vote Picard. Raffi, that's what? two votes Raffi, three votes Quark, one vote Picard. Raffi, we're tied. Three votes Raffi, three votes Quark, one vote Picard, four votes left. Raffi, that is four votes Raffi, three votes Quark, one vote Picard. Raffi, five votes to three to one. You'd have to imagine, yep, Raffi, the first member of our jury, seven to three to one. Raffi, the free agent for so long in this game finally ends up getting cut here. Jess, what do you think happened? Um, I think maybe everybody decided it wasn't the right time to make a big move, and so they just rallied everyone around a target yeah, they could all agree on. had the big yeah, meltdown. See- she also had the fight with the doctor. I-, I also wonder if that one vote for Picard is simply says JL on it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Parentheses, mm-hmm. mom. <laughs> All right, let, let's take a look, actually, and see how this vote shook down, because once again, we had multiple people left in the minority. So it looks like Starfleet's Angels voted out Raffi, Pike voted for Raffi, Picard threw a vote onto Quark, as did, oh, okay, so maybe Starfleet's Angels didn't vote together. It looks no, like, that was an idol split. Yeah. Like, that was an idol split right there. It looks like the group that voted together last time split their votes between Quark and, and, uh, and Raffi. Loxana joined them and also voted for Raffi, as did Pike. Giorgio voted for Raffi. Quark voted for Raffi. And it looks like, indeed, you were right, Rob. <laughs> Raffi threw a spite vote onto Picard. Yeah, so interesting. It could have been one of those situations where it was like, this is not a vote against you, JL. It's a vote for you. I hope you burn hmm. them all down. Wow, okay. It's got wild. Yeah, so it looks like the alliance that prevailed last time was able to pick up more pieces, as you mentioned, those three people that voted for Giorgio last time, and they basically organized what was essentially a unanimous vote onto Raffi with some split votes onto Quark just in case an idol was played. Mm. 
Cork is the kind of guy that he would be okay with being the decoy vote. Do you think he'd volunteer to be the decoy vote? He might. I think I think if he was bribed with enough fire bars of latinum. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> fire bars of latinum. Um, so is this a voting blob situation at this point? Yeah, yeah. This might be a little voting blob mass where we sort of have this like group of five that is sort of working together. The only alliance that's like really hardcore is our Starfleet's Angels, but they have a bunch of hangers on. Uh, and Waxana Troy, while Rafi wasn't necessarily on her side, I think she's losing numbers fast. She's going to have to mount a move right now, or she'll soon be joining Rafi here. Yeah, it's. I she was doing so well. I don't know what happened here. She's got to get it together. All right, well, let's head into our next episode here. Looks like same old, same old here on the Roddenberry tribe. Uh, no major changes here. Looks like I would say Jet Reno might be one of the most well-positioned people within the like the sort of hustler majority, considering she's the only one that has that relationship with McCoy as well. Yeah, she's underrated as a player for sure. All right, let, let's move forward here as we go into... Our next reward challenge. All right. So we have another team challenge. I don't know if Quirk will throw away any other objects if he does indeed end up winning. Let's see who is going to prevail here. Looks like Gerardi, Pike, Picard, Reno, and Giorgio will be enjoying a dozen of Riker pizzas to be enjoyed back at camp with extra bunnicorn. All right, we have officially broken our healer streak in squatty probes. Giorgio is able to stand in a squatted position for the most amount of time. You can imagine they they do this for fun in the mirror universe. It's how they torture everybody, and so she easily wins this immunity challenge. Do they really call this challenge squatty probes? They did indeed. I remember we played a game on the B&B called Squatty Potty or Mm -hmm. Squatty Probes. (laughs) What is that a pun off of, Mike? Squatty potty. Okay, but it's not really a pun. It's just it begins with a P. Yeah, that's that's a it, it's a pun. It's a not a very good. Okay, one. all right, there you go. Congratulations, Giorgio. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, not a not a great day from uh, the Kierhofer naming devices, but you know they made an effort, I suppose. Let's see what happens on this tribe with Giorgio safe. Let's see if this continued supermajority is going to hold, or if some other events are going to throw things into flux. Pike and Giorgio bond strongly. That makes sense. It seems that when Giorgio came aboard in Disco Season 2, Pike seemed to be pretty amiable with her Jess. Yeah, he seems to be he seems to be on board with whatever she's doing. And, you know, I'm sure that he knew about her real universe counterpart from way back. So I, I think it I think it makes sense. And she's very crafty. She understands that, you know, he's He's got a lot of power, and they they come from the same universe. They know a lot of the same people. I'd also say Pike's like a pretty big floater at this moment, uh, and so I think he's just trying to find his mate. Like he has, you know, he has some bomb with Loxana. He's trying to find a bomb with Giorgio. I think he's just trying to get by mm-hmm. in the game because he has a hell of a narrative if he yeah. gets to the end. It seems like that he is uh, firmly with the hustlers at this point. All right. And how does he not win a jury vote though? He's mm. Pike. All right, that's the only event that happens. So once again, so let's let's reanalyze uh, this group that apparently seems to be uh, in the power as we go into this tribal council. So again, we have our Starfleet's Angels in Gerardi, Crusher, and Reno. It seemed like they were able to work with McCoy, 
Pike and Picard to pick up this big majority. Jess, do you think we're just going to keep on keeping on? Has Luxana Troy finally meet, met her maker here? I really don't want it to happen. Like I know DJ LaBelle Klein is out there writing anthems to his goddess Loxana, but it's really not looking good for her, is it? Do you think he'd change it to DJ Pike part Picard? Mm. I think he'd go with something a little yeah. less obvious. I, I still feel like that Quark goes before Loxana Troy. He did earn votes last time, so maybe he'd be easily expendable. I don't know. Maybe they feel like they, they just want to cut off as many options from Loxana as possible before they end up actually executing her. I'm not entirely sure. Anything's possible here in Star Trek. We also have two idols in the game as well. So let's see what happens as the votes come in. So once again, the Doctor and Jet both have idols. Looks like... Oh, Jet, Jet is not going to use her idol, but the first vote goes to her. And the Doctor gets the second <gasps> vote. Oh, boy. Well, it could have been a good time to use those idols, people. Oh, no. That's oh, no. two votes for the Doctor, one this could vote be for karma Reno. for when Bones played his idol on the Doctor, and the Doctor, the doctor mm-hmm. did not repay the favor. Turnabout is fair trade. Pike, two votes, Doctor. One vote, Pike. One vote, Reno. Two votes, Pike. Two votes, Doctor. One vote, Reno. Three votes, Pike. Two votes, Doctor. One vote, Reno. Pike. Four votes, Pike. Two votes, uh, two votes, Doctor. One vote, Reno. Wow. Christopher Pike, just as we spoke about his jury chances, just as he tried to float through the game, he's cut off. Life, almost as if they were able to read his mind and manipulate mm. the situation so he was seen completely different. Big old blindside. And once again, a three-way yeah. vote for the third but time Mike, in a row. Uh, for Pike, I don't think that he was floating through the game. I think that he ended up uh, showing his cards too much. And he was, I think, clearly with the Hustlers, uh, with Lawaxana Troy and Quark. And then I think that the healer sussed it out and said, hey, uh, the, he's not he's not with us. He's not with the, uh, the rest of the healers and Picard. And we got to get rid of this guy. I could also imagine that, you know, he did just win the last immunity challenge. They could say, well, if we're looking at that sort of alliance, he is the biggest threat to win challenges. Uh, so Pike was the lone vote towards Re- towards Reno. Looks like a Picard threw a vote onto the Doctor. Who else voted for the Doctor? I would imagine maybe Loxana or Quark. Uh, no, Giorgio hmm. voted for What's the Picard Doctor doing? here. Uh I don't I don't know. Picard seems to be Picard might be the true free agent. He really seems to be working on his own. Everyone else, including Luxana and Quark, were able to come together to vote out Pike. And just like that, only proper Jess that Jean Luc Picard is the last true blue hero left in the game. It it makes a lot of sense. But I just want to point out, like I I'm starting to become such a Loxana Stan. Mm-hmm. She may be semi on the outs, but she's been on the right side of the voting just about every time, including this last time. So I think that bodes really well for her. Yeah, I think she's the type of person, Rob, where like right now she's not making the decisions that she wants, but she's at least having people let right. her in on the plan, which I think speaks yeah, to her she's connections. She's like uh, in the Michelle Fitzgerald uh, winners at war spot where she's like uh, just a- ending up now on the right side of the numbers, but not really a part of the group that's making the decisions. And I'm actually pretty sure after Odo got voted out, she did call everyone bumbling, fumbling <laughs> fools. <laughs> All right, let's move forward here. Nine people left. It's an odd number. Crazy things can happen. Let's see what goes on in the next episode. episode. 
two-part episode. Yeah, two hours. We're celebrating uh, Terran Thanksgiving. <laughs> this, it's different from yes, Terran Thanksgiving. Yes. That's mm-hmm. just full of robots. <laughs> all right. Looks like uh, the idols are all set out. All right, alliances seem to be uh, as per usual. And Luxon and Troy did lose Pike, so that is notable that even though she was able to get through the game, she did lose another close ally. I want to see some new alliances form. Like, nobody's bonding. It's like Redemption Island up in here. Yeah, it's, uh, I think, uh, I don't know, I think Jet Reno's doing the buddy system. Or the Bonesy <laughs> system. All right. Guess so. So, Gerardi is going to win the first individual reward of the season. She's going to share the reward with three other castaways, and she's going to choose three of her fellow healers— Beverly, Reno, and the Doctor. You can imagine, Rob, in season 35, this is when uh, the infamous, short-lived, but very pertinent quartet formed with Ben, Lauren, Devin, and Ashley. Could you imagine that Gerardi won this just to, like, substantiate her alliance with the healers Hmm, further? Yeah, she's going to say, like, this is the final four. Uh, You guys, let's leave Bones out of this. Yeah, Yeah, I mean— Well, you always pick the Doctor to go on your rewards mm -hmm, with you because he doesn't eat— well, I was going to say, uh, is, I mean, an award could also be an away team mission, so you don't want to bring the doctor there, too. No, that's, that's true. Giorgio is going to win her second immunity challenge in a row in Bermuda Triangles. These endurance challenges mean nothing to her. They do this for fun yeah, in the mirror universe, win, right? so she is once again safe. Yeah, and two in a row. Giorgio, uh, again, I think it's also uh, worth noting, kind of amazing that she's going to be here going into the final eight. Yeah, I think she is sort of like an unstable agent that I think, you know, if and when the healers break apart here, could be used very easily. All right, let's go into our tribe dynamics here. We've got our two idols as per usual. Good on Reno and the Doctor for having the instinct where, even though they knew votes might be coming for them, to sit on both of their idols. Now they're at the final nine with an idol apiece. Let's see what's happening in the tribe. Uh Uh-oh. Beverly Crusher has a major meltdown. Do we think uh, too much, too many burgers at <laughs> the reward, Jess? Is she doing yoga? Yeah. It, it's pretty possible. Like, maybe, maybe like nobody wants to take any tap dancing lessons from her anymore. Waxana and Quark find something in common. Now, Quark is the last ally that Waxana has. Uh, formally, so I can imagine that this is sort of like a, I don't know, maybe they're, they're taping, uh, targets onto themselves like Jervis and Colleen mm-hmm. back during Survivor yeah, maybe Borneo. Maybe talking about like, uh, hey, uh, I was on the Hustlers tribe to start the game. Like, oh, so I was on the Hustlers tribe to start the game. <laughs> yeah, they're finally yeah. realizing that. Well, it's been, it's been a long road to quote uh, a very bad Enterprise theme song for Loxana and Quark considering that they were on opposite sides and they came back together. Now they might yeah. be on the bottom here. Maybe for Quark, he's like, uh, you know, Loxana, your voice sounds so familiar. I, I feel like I've heard it before uh, different places. Yeah. Le- <laughs> yeah. Have you ever been on every starship ever? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move forward here. Nine votes tonight. I can imagine, Jess, I don't know, I, I feel like it's got to be like one of Loxana or Quark. Maybe Picard could be in there too. Yeah, Picard really has been kind of playing a completely different game from everybody else. He would be a, he would be an easy target, but it's also possible if they've got this pretty steady majority, it might be time to make a move on somebody who's a power mm-hmm. player. All right. Well, we did see that happen at the final nine in the actual Survivor 35. Let's see if fiction lives up to reality and see how the votes. Yeah, I think Picard's lost a step. I think it's Picard. 
I think Picard's sort of playing a cute mm-hmm. nail game where like he just sort of is not realizing what's going on. He's just thinking about the grapes. Mm. <laughs> the tuk tucks. Alright, let's see what happens here. Don't believe any idols are being played. First vote, Jet Reno. Oh, no. Playing oh, no. with fire. Picard. One vote Picard, mm. one vote Reno. Reno, two votes Reno, one vote Picard. Picard tied two two. Picard, three votes Picard, two votes Reno. Oh, interesting. Reno, three votes Picard, three votes Reno, three votes left. Oh, that's a triple. My triple's going off. Four votes Picard, three votes Reno. And looks like it was a little bit of a narrow margin, but by six to three, Jean-Luc Picard has indeed met his end here on Survivor Star Trek, as has the original Heroes Tribe went the way of the OG Beauty okay, Tribe. Rob. But who are the other two people that voted with Picard at this vote? Is it is it Quark and Troy? Probably Quark. Probably Quark. Yeah, Quark and Luxana. Lux, okay. I would guess. Well, let's see what happens. Don't forget yeah, about let's see George how much the healers really stuck. I, I believe she voted with Picard last time. Oh, true. Let's see. All right, Gerardi voted for Picard. Crusher voted for Picard. Of course, Picard voted for Reno. Reno voted for Picard. Bones voted for Picard. Waxana voted for yep. Reno. No, oh, Giorgio voted for yeah. Picard, and Quark, Quark voted for Reno. So really, Waxana and Quark just trying to grasp at straws here, trying to find anything to get them through, and uh, they they have to look for any sort of conduit that might get them to the next round. And unfortunately, that meant expending Jean Luc Picard, who goes to join hmm. the jury. Yeah. Uh, maybe Giorgio was uh, the uh, Ben Drebergen double agent here, leaving uh, Lawaxana mm. and Quark as the uh, Chrissy and Ryan on the outs. Yeah, I mean, she does have, you know, that Section 31 experience of espionage, so I think she's the most well-equipped for it. Here we are, the final eight, five healers, three hustlers. And I mean, it looks like the the healers have yeah. this unlock. Though again, this is brand steel. Boy, this Anything is really can the bizarro mirror universe version of Survivor: Heroes versus Healers versus Hustlers, where instead of getting picked off at the merge, the healers end up going on to pagong the rest of the tribes. <laughs> it's it's a little ridiculous, but again, these are some of the most well equipped, smartest people in Starfleet. So we should have known. Let's see how the the part two of our Terran Thanksgiving episode progresses all right so it looks like pretty much everything is stuck together Loxana and quark are just on a entirely different class m planet on their own just scrounging for scraps at this point let's see if they can squeak by and if they can't who is going to go over who uh looks like we have a, a reward challenge going on here another group one four v four and it looks like Gerardi. Reno, McCoy, and Georgiou are going to a spa. I can imagine Bones would love that. <laughs> Damn it, Mike. I'm a doctor, not a masseuse. <laughs> like that they're putting him in all these jobs that he has to work on the rewards. I also believe that Agnes Girardi might have won every Good single reward her. challenge so far. Is McCoy the Debbie Wanner of this group? Because he has so many jobs. Yes. Yeah. Though he doesn't yes. want them. And a uh, very uh, fancy one-piece uh, bathing suit. Yes, exactly. So it looks like the doctor wins the challenge. This makes sense. This is the one where they had to make their way to the end and spell the word invulnerable. And I think only a hologram would be able to get that word to spell out. 
Yep, he would definitely have the U <laughs> going the right way. All right, so let's see what happens at Camper. The Doctor is doubly safe. Maybe he'll do something fun with this idol. Who's to say? But meanwhile, at camp, Quark oh. and the Doctor bond slightly. Quark's could, doing everything he can to keep himself in this game. Yeah, I mean, I could, and it's, I believe that Quark had some other bonds as well. I could see him trying to throw Loxana under the bus here. Maybe the Doctor plays his idol on Quark, just in case if he has other plans for him. I'm not entirely sure, but I'm, I'm starting to see some winner potential for yeah. the Doctor here. Uh, first, uh, Tribal Council that Giorgio is uh, not immune from the vote, although she did vote with the hus- uh, with the heroes. Uh, I'm sorry, the healers, I should say. Uh, I'm like Jamal. I'm all uh, tongue-tied from HHA. Uh, <laughs> but uh, she did vote with them, but she is vulnerable uh, at this Tribal Council. Yeah, so let's see. This might be a time to finally get rid of her now that she uh, yeah, has, is not invulnerable uh, for the vote. Let's see what happens. So we have our two idols. First vote. Oh, oh! Jet Reno, after getting votes the previous two tribal councils, finally takes the hint hmm. and uses the idol on I'd herself. I'd be surprised if Reno was going to get the majority of votes. This seems like to me just in uh, the, uh, f- the, the first guess, uh, like a wasted idol. Well, let's remember in, in Triple H that Ben was able to get Ryan to waste his idol. I could see maybe a similar thing of like, I don't know, somebody trying to go. Maybe it was the doctor once again trying to goad someone to use their idol, saying like, oh, you might be in trouble, Reno. I think you should use your idol just in case. First vote, Beverly Crusher. Giorgio. Two votes, Giorgio. One vote, Beverly Crusher. That's three votes, Giorgio. One vote Crusher. This is not looking good for Giorgio. Beverly Crusher. We have three votes Giorgio. Two votes Crusher. Giorgio. Four votes Giorgio. Two votes Crusher. And that is all she wrote for Philippa Giorgio by a six to two vote. Jet Reno wastes her idol completely. And Giorgio finally meets the end, much like her Prime Universe counterpart did. Wow. Uh, the two votes for Crusher, ironically, uh, were, were, was Giorgio and it was uh, McCoy. Do you think Bones threw out a hinky vote here to try to blame it on someone? I don't know. That seems that seems about right. Or maybe he's just so far out of the loop that he he assumed that was going to be the vote. Like maybe somebody... Maybe there was just too much talk that somebody was going to make a power move, and he stepped in to try to defend Reno by casting a vote for Crusher. Yeah, I I could see a situation where, like, Giorgio finally decides, like, she knows that she's on the chopping block. So sort of like Jenna Louise in uh, Australian Survivor, she, like, makes her move by just flat out calling out, this is the trio that's in charge. I'm going to throw a vote for Crusher. Anybody hop on with me. And McCoy sort of took the bait. You know, we haven't really talked much about Crusher's game. Well, it's it's a little tough to separate it from, you know, she's in this trio with Gerardi and Reno, and, you know, Reno's been finding the idols, Gerardi's been winning the rewards, but I, I don't exactly know where uh, where Crusher is in all this. Crusher bonds slightly with mm-hmm. lots of people. That's true. She's yeah. got that social and somehow, game. somehow, Loxana, Troy, and Quark are both still here at the uh, final seven. 
They made the yeah. loved ones and visit. And McCoy now voted against uh, the uh, same way that the rest of the healers did. Could he potentially be somebody to link up with Waxana and Quark? And then they would only need one other person. Quark just bonded with the Doctor, who has the other idol in the game. So maybe there's a glimmer that uh, this big group is going to break up. You know, right, if I'm let- the Doctor, this is attractive because... I can get all of my former alliance onto the jury, and then I can go to the finals with some of yeah, that group. You have to betray them. It's not a bad play. You do have to betray them, but they'll have time mm, to get over it. Okay. All right. So we're at the final seven here. We've got Agnes Gerardi, Beverly Crusher, Jet Reno, Dr. McCoy, Loxana Troy, Quark, and the Doctor. Only a few votes left until we see who wins the million bars of gold press latinum. Let's see how right, it goes I believe goes this is going to be our loved ones visit, Mike, uh, coming up. Our yeah. black and white rock challenge. Oh, boy. Yes. I, I cannot imagine how they do something. I mean, listen, they're not going to be playing yes. 3D chess or even Dom Yes, John. Well, I believe that uh, they're the aliens that live on the planet where half their face is black and half their face is white uh, come in. <laughs> you just want, and you then, pull, you and then the out. other ones come in with the white and black on the other side of their face. And then you pick which one that you have the match with your loved one. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, so the, the doctor has an idol. The, good on the doctor. He has been sitting on that idol. I believe he was one of the first to find an idol, and he's been sitting on that for, I'd say, yeah. a good eight or nine episodes. Also, take point. a look at how loyal uh, Loaxana Troy and Quark are to uh, one another. A level eight alliance, the tightest alliance in the game. Yeah, they have really sought solace in one another, which, again, no one would have expected, but I think, you know, desperation makes strange bedfellows of us okay. all. Yep. So we need to talk about like who people brought for their for their loved ones. Oh, absolutely. So, you know, I believe that obviously Waxana Troy, you think she'd bring Deanna, right? She'd either bring Deanna or she'd bring her giant manservant. Mm. Oh yeah, Mr. Hom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I want it to be Mr. Hom. <laughs> uh Quark, you think Quark would bring Rom or would he try to bring the Grand Nagus to try to appeal to him to become Grand Nagus himself? He could bring his mom. He could bring his mom, Andrea Martin. Uh, you know, he did come around on her. Who's McCoy going to bring? The dad that he euthanized? <laughs> uh, <laughs> he might bring Spock. Yeah. Uh, Spock's not in the game. Yeah, yeah. I, I could see Jeff Prose being like, your greatest adversary and your best friend. Come on out, mm-hmm. Spock. Or Nurse Chapel. Yeah, and like... And- and they definitely get, like, the the highlights, right? Like, they're sort of like the Colby and Reed of this Love Lunch mm. Challenge. Totally. Like, you could see them yelling at each other, like, screwing screwing up a challenge. Damn it, yeah. Spock. Although they... C- it would be extra weird yeah, if so Nurse Chapel was McCoy's because, loved uh, one. They could really throw him off by uh, just having Loxana Troy uh, come to visit him. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Who would... I guess Agnes would have Rios, I would imagine, considering they're, like, newfound yeah. love. Yep. Uh, Beverly would be Wesley, and I'm sure Jeff yep. Probst would be like, so the great thing about having a son is that your husband's dead. <laughs> <laughs> no, then he would ask him, like, uh, look at that hug. That looks like you guys have a, a real special bond. And then, like, uh, Wesley would go into, well, my dad died when, you know, he was in Starfleet when I was young, and I didn't really get to know him. And then Jeff goes, shut up, Wesley. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, and then Jet, who do you think Jet Reno is going to bring? Maybe Jet Reno, would Jet Reno bring, I don't know, Stamets just for fun? Yeah, that could be fun. 
And then, and then they could just go off again, like, oh yeah, you know, just because, just because we're repping the LGBT community, that doesn't mean we have everything in common. And then they like start yelling at production, like, why didn't you bring me a real loved one? Did we say the doctor also who his loved one is? Oh yeah, I guess it would be, what was the name of his, his first nurse? I can't remember now. Or didn't he fall in love with a hologram too? Well, he had, he had a pretty tight bond with seven. He could just Hmm. bring seven. Oh, seven, yeah, seven of nine would okay. be a good one. All right, let's see what happens at the loved one's visit. Oh, the doctor wins. The doctor win- <laughs> The doctor and seven of nine apparently are on the same okay. page. Uh, and it looks like he gets to bring three people with him. He chooses McCoy and Spock, Gerardi and Rios, and Loxana Troy and Mr. Hum for a nice old barbecue. What a crew okay. to go with. Well, Mr. Hum will, will do all the yeah. barbecuing. And uh, Rios and the doctor will be talking. Rios would be like, can you believe everybody thought I was a hologram? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I can imagine, uh, I, I don't know what Spock would be doing, actually. I think he'd just find the entire thing mm-hmm. fascinating. I think he'd find the entire process yeah. fascinating. I, mean, I find the entire process fascinating. And Quark, I think, is probably annoyed after he bonded slightly with the doctor just now and get, didn't get picked for the family visit. Yeah. Plus, his uh, his partner in crime, Loxana Troy, got to go and he didn't. Like That probably makes him feel a little mm. in danger. Okay. All right. Uh, post-reward challenge. Uh, we get our immunity. All right. Our, our immunity challenge. We're back to endurance challenges. And Jet Reno is going to... You know what? She's fueled by not seeing Stamets, but she's going to pull through and win this immunity challenge. So Jet Reno, though she wasted her idol, guaranteed to see the final six here in Survivor Star Trek. All right. So the Doctor has the only idol left. Only a few rounds left to use it. Let's see if he'll uh, be able to make advantage of it. McCoy is impressing... The rest of the tribe. Oh, wait a minute. What's going on here? <gasps> Jet Reno has left Starfleet's oh, Angels. No. She's immunity. She's feeling too confident, getting cocky. Yeah, well, I wonder- she could pull McCoy and flip. Hmm. This is a good time to do it. I wonder if she didn't tell the other two about her idol. And so when she played at last Tribal Council, uh... it got them very unnerved with her. And so she decided to leave the Alliance. Yep. That would make sense. Okay, And I mean, she's safe. She's protected from it immediately. Okay, let's look at the situation. So it's been pretty straightforward from here on out. We have the pairing of Loxana and Quark. Puzzle this out for me, Jess. Is it going to be Loxana? Is it going to be Quark? Or is it going to be one of the other four? Here's what I want to see happen. I want Reno and Bones to team up with Loxana and Quark and take out one of the other three. Mm-hmm. Rob, do you think that's possible at all? Um, boy, uh, you got to see these healers split up at some point. I mean, there's uh, five of them here at the final seven. And if you vote out Loxana and Quark right now, then you are throwing away a golden opportunity to be able to take control of the rest of the group. Yeah, we'll see who gets left behind here. If indeed the heroes do stick together, you would say that uh, Starfleet's Angels has the final three on lock, but Jet Reno made that maybe not a possibility. Of course, we have an idol in the mix as well. So let's see what happens here at our final seven. The Doctor is not going to use his (gasps) idol, and he gets the first vote. Wow. Second vote goes to the Doctor. Oh, boy. Third vote goes to the Doctor. (gasps) Beverly Crusher. Two votes Beverly, three votes Doctor. We're tied. Three votes Beverly, three votes Doctor. One vote left. Wow. 
Beverly Crusher gets voted the out. Four? four votes to three. What the hell happened here? It took until the final seven, but this post-merge just got cracked wide open, Jess. I hope it's what I just said happened, because I like being right. I'm just so surprised that this pairing of Quark and Luxana Rob growing stronger by the day completely ignored mm-hmm. in this round. Yep. Well, this was the uh, Starfleet Doctor uh, Civil War. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You had to choose a side, uh, choose a side of the sick bay, and it looks like Beverly Crusher falls here as Starfleet's angels completely disintegrates yeah. over the course well, of the episode. Well, you wonder if Gerardi was really impressed with going on the family reward? Chewing and sides mm-hmm. with the doctor, maybe. Let's see what. Let's see how things broke down. Gerardi did indeed vote oh. for Crusher. Let's see. Crusher voted for the doctor. Reno voted for yeah, Crusher. It, like Ger- it was Gerardi and Reno that flipped uh, with McCoy. Oh, with McCoy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. All right. So interesting. So it looks like I think what happened was Beverly Crusher wanted to mount a, an insurrection on the doctor. She said, you know what? The doctor had won this reward. Didn't take, uh, you know, she, he took me on it, but I'm going to stab him in the back. I'm going to get the swing votes. I'm going to grab Luxana, Troy, and Quark. They said, great, as long as it's not us, let's vote for the doctor. But once Gerardi got wind of that, she began to gather Jet Reno. She began to gather Bones. She began to gather the doctor. And they turned the tables on Beverly Crusher right after mm-hmm. she saw her son. Yeah. Maybe that's a bridge too far uh, for the other uh, Starfleet medical personnel to work with uh, the unsavory Luaxana Troy and Quark. (laughs) And once uh, Crusher broke the prime directive and started to work with the enemy, maybe they felt like, okay, she's not one of us anymore. Yeah, it is really interesting, Jess, from that perspective that like Luaxana and Quark are the only non-Starfleets left. They're sort of like the the Maquis (laughs) in this instance and that they're just like fringe uh, rebels, and so anyone who wants to consort with them might be primed for elimination. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Like, this is such a compelling narrative. This is better than half the real start the mm-hmm. Survivor seasons. All right, so here we are at the final six after Beverly Crusher's stunning blindside. The game is cracked open here. Even though Luxana and Quark were in the minority here, I mean, we just broke up arguably one of the strongest alliances in the game up to this point, so... We'll see what happens. It's our last episode before the finale at the final six. Yeah. Let's go. Uh, Don't forget that uh, in this season, the players do not know about the final four fire making challenge. Uh, If they did, I feel like that the uh, four healers, I think, would say, hey, let's just get to the fire making and then uh, figure it out from Mm. there. But we'll have to see if anybody uh, wants to jump ship a la Beverly Crusher and try to work with the two uh, unsavory characters left. Exactly. These, they're on a ship, and these two are like on a little dinghy runabout that's like trying to catch up to the ship. And they've been trying to do that this entire time, and they've been somehow surviving. But we'll see if that runs out anytime soon. So the Doctor still has been able to hold on to his idol. He's running out of time to use it. Uh, we have, of course, Reno and McCoy are still working together, and Troy and Quark. Those are the only two alliances formally that we have so far. So, and, th- and it's getting stronger by the day. Uh, so we have the castaways pairing up here. It's Quark and the Doctor versus Reno and Troy versus Gerardi and Bones. Let's see who ends up winning here. Quark and the Doctor 
end up bringing reward. And surprise, surprise, guess who's going on a reward? Agnes Gerardi. Hmm. Really, Agnes Gerardi, uh, you can't spell Gerardi without JT, because I feel like she's going <laughs> on every reward here. <laughs> okay. Uh, I wonder how much is Quark going to try to push them. In the real heroes versus healers versus hustlers, this was big when it was, I believe... Was it uh, Chrissy and Devin picked Ryan? Do I have that right? Yeah, and that's when uh, Ryan and Chrissy, they not only made their final three deal, but they also decided to make the move Mm -hmm. on Ashley. Okay, all right. So they have an overnight stay. I can only imagine what the conversation is like between the three of them, Uh, but they're able to have a feast, maybe consort a bit as we get to our next immunity challenge. Oh, Waxana Troy, in a moment when she probably really needed it, was able to pull through, put the cogs in the right place, hoist her flag, and win immunity here. Just Waxana Troy, guaranteed to make the finale of Survivor Star Trek. I, I stan a Betazoid mm-hmm. legend. <laughs> and she's been the alpha, not the Betazoid, <laughs> this entire time. All right. Uh, alpha is a different mm-hmm. show, Mike. All right, let's 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 see what happens here on the tribe. As the numbers get smaller, each vote gets more and more meaningful. Reno and Quirk bond oh. slightly, has a lasting impact. Oh, boy. And McCoy has a major meltdown. What do you think that is, Jess? Do you think he's just getting tired of being having jobs thrust upon him? I think he's peanut butter and jealous. Mm. <laughs> well, they had that a while ago, but yeah, maybe it's but, come back. Uh, Reno had been his alliance partner throughout this entire game. Now, all of a sudden, Jet Reno is hanging out with Quark, and uh, McCoy does not like it. Yeah. He's the enemy. I mean, I don't know Me- if anybody's well, had this that- take before, but uh, I think Dr. McCoy might be a little bit... Uh, 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 he likes uh, people, uh, humans. Uh, you know, he's always been getting on Spock mm. for being a Vulcan. He wants to hang out with Jet Reno. Oh. Now Jet Reno's hanging out with a Ferengi. Yep, that's a good point. Uh, I don't think he likes that. Yeah, I can imagine that maybe those biases are showing him. And to that point, I believe, if you scroll down a bit, I think we might see the breakup of this alliance. Yeah, Reno's getting uh. tired of Bones and Leaves. But wait a minute. Could there be another alliance here forming? Looks hmm. like Jet Reno, Bones, Troy, and the Doctor are forming an alliance. Troy keeping Quark out of this alliance, and it appears that Agnes Gerardi has found herself on the outside as well, of all people. Yeah, but Reno left the alliance, and then... <laughs> I, I, I don't get it. She, she, she left the one-on-one alliance, and then I think that maybe uh, that it was like Bones was like, Damn it, Reno! It's either it's either that Ferengi bastard or me. Uh, and she said, "Fine, I choose you." And then they piece together this other group uh, with uh, Troy and the Doctor. I can imagine it could also maybe be a thing where, like, her leaving the Alliance was not a vocal, uh, you know, prominent thing. Maybe it's like, you know, her she suggested to Bones, "Hey, let's work with Waxana and the Doctor." They agreed to do it, and then secretly in her head, she's like. If I had my final three, it would be me, Loxana, and the mm. doctor. Like, she's excluding Bones in her mind, even if he doesn't realize it. But why would you take Loxana to the finals over Bones, who hasn't done anything? They could. She could say that, like, Loxana was left out of all these votes. Uh, you know, I had the more strategic prowess. Look what I was able to do. I mean, I don't think – I think at this point, Reno beats everybody in a in a final three, but – I really, I would like her chances much better if she brought Bones with her. 
Well, let's see if this alliance prevails as well. You know, this is an alliance of four. We'll see maybe one of Quark or Gerardi is in trouble, but we also know that Quark has been working with Loxana. So all of a sudden, uh, Starfleet's Angels might be going one against one after the other out the door here. Okay. Yeah. All right, let's see here. The doctor still trouble. has the idol. The doctor is yes. finally going to use the idol. He finally feels in danger. Let's see if it was worth it. First vote, McCoy. Quark. Gerardi. We've got one vote Gerardi, one vote Quark, one vote McCoy. Quark. That's two votes Quark, one vote Gerardi, one vote McCoy. McCoy, we're tied. Two votes Quark, two votes Gerardi, one vote, uh, yeah, two votes McCoy, two votes Quark, one vote Gerardi, one vote left. Wow, another three to two to one. In the new alliance he was in, Bones has finally turned to <laughs> Bones as he has been sent to the jury here in sixth place. What happened here? In the end, Reno and Bones did vote together. They were the two votes for Quark, but it looks like that everybody uh, seemed to have uh, been lulled into a false sense of security by Lawaxana and Quark, who led the charge wow, against they- McCoy with the 3 2 1 vote split. Wow. So this is all Lawaxana and Troy. Uh, they were Lawaxana and Quark. They were able to, you know, that they, they had Lawaxana had this alliance with McCoy and uh, with. With uh, with Reno, maybe they were suggesting like a two-two-two split, mm. perhaps on Gerardi and Quark, just in case Quark had an idol. But they decided to take advantage of it. Went to Gerardi, said like, "Hey, there are votes coming your way. Let's flip the votes on McCoy." And as a result, McCoy ends up going out here. Surprisingly, so McCoy is going to be very salty in his exit interviews. Oh my god, he's going to be such a bitter <laughs> juror. I can't wait to see his jury speech. (laughs) All right, finale night. Finale night. So let's break down these games here. So Agnes Gerardi, pretty quiet game, but she's been able to skate by. She's she's a little bit of like a reward beast, and you can imagine that there's some social capital tied into there. Jet Reno has been in a pretty powerful position, uh, you know, playing an idol, jumping over on her alliance, but she was just left out Mm -hmm. of the vote. Loxana, Troy, and Quark have been a power couple this entire time, but really on the back foot for the entirety of the post-merge. We're finally able to get in the majority on this one. And finally, the Doctor, who just used an idol and uh, is in a fairly comfortable position, but is vulnerable for the first time in like 10 episodes, maybe. There is one opportunity left to find and play an idol. Let's see if somebody takes it. One of these people is going to win Survivor Star Trek, guys. Wow, okay. (sighs) It's amazing. My two favorites have hung in the entire time. And it looks like the Luxon and Quark are still, you know, they're still They're getting strong tighter. As they're at a nine strength. Warp nine strength. it looks like, <laughs> despite Luxana turning the tables on Reno and the Doctor, it looks like she's still in alliance with them. Maybe she was trying to pull a Natalie Anderson and be like, I thought we were supposed to write down McCoy's name, but they still want to work with her in the moment. I guess, you know... Any port in a storm here, any station in a in a, yeah. in a storm. Waxana Troy has had alliance after alliance after alliance, has had all of her allies go out throughout the game, and she is still doing it here at the final five with alliance with alliances with uh, three out of the four other players. Yeah, you'd imagine, Jess, that it's easily if Gerardi doesn't win immunity, Waxana's turning the vote on her, right? 
Yeah, she has to. Like, I think I think this is going to be a pretty straightforward mm. vote coming up. Okay. All right, let's go to our immunity challenge here. Second Jet immunity. Reno wins immunity uh, going to the final four. She can also choose to share a reward with two other people. She chooses her allies, of course, Loxana and Doctor. They're going to have a nice feast of comfort food at camp or for the doctor just mm-hmm. watching and having pleasant conversation. Oh, a lot of rewards. Okay. All right. All right, so we do have an idol hidden here. It doesn't look like anyone has found it, though. So we're going to get a nice, pure round of Survivor. Reno and Loxana have a minor disagreement. Jess, could something have uh, come up? A kerfuffle at the comfort food reward? A little trouble yeah. in paradise. Uh, I wonder if it's about uh, who are we voting out? Uh, I think that uh, <laughs> I would imagine that Loxana is saying like, okay, this is the vote for Gerardi. And Reno is like, well, maybe not so fast. Shouldn't we get rid of Quark? Yeah, Exactly. It's sort of them going to bat for their either former number ones or current Mm -hmm. number ones. I mean, we're still the Uh, final three. What does it matter? Yeah, exactly. But let's see what happens here as we go into our final five votes. So what do you think, Jess? Rob sort of outlined here. Do you think it's either Gerardi or Quark? I think it has to be. I don't see a power move happening right now. All right, let's see at the final five, yeah. who's going to place fifth? Who is Jeff Probst going to bring out onto and the I stage? I wonder if there's any hard feelings with uh, Gerardi being the person that turned on McCoy as well. All right, mm-hmm. let's take a look at the votes. First vote, Loxana. What? Second vote, oh. Gerardi. Yep. Oh, okay. That makes Girardi. sense. That's two votes, yep. Gerardi, one vote, Loxana. That's it. Gerardi, by unanimous vote, ends up going here. You'd have to imagine why, oh, why did Reno and the Doctor make the move to get rid of Gerardi when you are facing a tight pair in the final four? Um, maybe it wasn't their decision. I guess they could have voted with Gerardi and then uh, gone against uh, Reno and the Doctor. I mean, maybe, but I think I think they're kind of all banking on... Like maybe they were going to force fire making mm. anyway. Mm, so it would have been a two-two tie no matter what. But yeah, it looks like they finally decided to get rid of Gerardi. Maybe they, maybe Loxana was able to convince them that you know she had won all these rewards. She was a big social threat. Like you already got rid of Beverly. Let's just you know clean sweep. Get rid of Gerardi as well. Maybe they were able to convince Reno of like, hey, Gerardi on the jury would be good for you. You can't spell jury <laughs> without Gerardi. Uh, <laughs> And here we go, our final four, Jet Reno, Luxana Troy, Quark, and the Doctor. Two healers, two hustlers. Let's see how things go here. You'd have to imagine that if one of Luxana or Quark wins immunity here, they're going to take the other one, right? You have Most, to imagine. Uh, tight alliance in the game, Troy and Quark. Yep, although I see that, I see that Troy dropped down to an eight and Quark hmm. dropped up to a nine. Okay. Well, Luxana is working with other people. Quark does not That's have true. any other outs. That's true. I think Quark has got to be like a very yeah. attractive jury. And you know what they say? Uh, Ferengi, one of the most uh, loyal uh, races of uh, people <laughs> in the galaxy. <laughs> oh, absolutely. That's one of the rules of acquisition, I think. All right. Jet Reno wins the final immunity you know they they said that uh actually quark was out in the lead but he accidentally uh turned his t upside down in trek and so jeff had to disqualify yes. him there's jeff no reno, upside Jared, down and in reno there isn't quark yeah exactly jet <laughs> reno wins 
final immunity here. She gets the right to choose one person to go with her to the final three, and the other two will face off in a fire-making contest. Good on Jet Reno. She had a nice push here in the late post-merge, Jess. She's amazing. I, I'm really I'm really excited about my preseason winner pick. I think she's got a really solid shot at Jess, winning you're going to be very all. conflicted here, potentially, in the final three. Yeah, it's really hard for me because I would want to see Loxana win or Jet Reno win. And I really feel like she, I feel like Reno has to keep Loxana out of the finals to really mm, clinch it. Yeah, boy. Uh, Twitter will not like it if our two strong female castaways end up splitting the jury votes with uh, Quark or mm. the doctor squeaking out the win. <laughs> Yeah, they would not be very happy at all. Uh, I think then they would definitely call for, I don't know, no more Ferengis on on Survivor Season or holograms. Um, McCoy would get on board with that. Okay. All right. Let's go to camp here. Let's see what's going on. Nothing occurred. Nothing. Okay, so are we assuming that Reno is going to take the doctor with her or could Reno? And Reno does have an alliance with Loxana. Is there a chance that she takes her with her? She can't take Loxana because Loxana could win mm-hmm. it if she does. She's got to take the doctor and she's got to send Quark and Loxana to firebaking. Say, she could uh, take- I guess so. Um, who has the better chance of beating Loxana in the firemaking? Uh, wouldn't you think that the doctor does? I mean, do you take Quark to the final two? Mm. I think that's the move. I think if Jess brought up, if indeed Quark the is final the three? biggest goat yeah. left here at the at the final four, I think that you easily take him. He's one nothing. Make him even more. Yeah, you make him even more sheepish, and then you you know put uh, you make sure you get rid of Luxana by putting it against the guy who probably has an encyclopedic memory of how to make fire in about fifty different planets. It's a good point. The other the other thought is maybe you do take Luxana because when you take your biggest threat to the finals, that kind of neutralizes hmm. them a little bit. All right. Well, then, I don't know. Then Loxana could do the whole Tommy Sheehan and said, like, my biggest move was to convince Jet Reno to take me to the final three. Okay. All right. Let's see. Let's see how this goes. All right. Reno uh, votes to give immunity to go. She takes the doctor to the final. Okay. Okay. So, finally, our dream team, our tight pairing of Loxana and Quark is finally going to be broken up here in a fire-making challenge. The winner... And guarantee spot in the final three is Loxana Troy. Oh, boy. It's the end of the line for Quark, our fallen Ferengi angel. He gets eliminated here, meaning our final three is Jet Reno, the Doctor, yeah. and Loxana Troy. I think that Reno deserves to lose to Loxana. I think she ended up screwing up this decision. Yeah, I think she blew it. In all, you never know in Brand Steel, though. It, it, anything is fair game here. So let's let's take a look at what's going on here. Poor Quark ends up, uh, you know, hanging up his very fanciful robes that are probably very dirty right now. So here's our jury. We have Agnes Girati, Beverly Crusher, Pike, Picard, McCoy, Giorgio, Quark, and Raffi. And our finalists, Reno, Troy, and the Doctor. 
Rob, we don't need to do Jury Jeopardy right now, but who do you think is the odds-on favorite to win this? I wonder if uh, the jury is going to see Loaxana Troy's game uh, from the same perspective that we did. Uh, I wonder if uh, a lot of the people that played on those on the starting tribe uh, with uh, Jet Reno and the Doctor might be more favorable uh, to them, like uh, Doctor Crusher and Gerardi. And McCoy, uh, you know, Quark is a sure vote for Loaxana Troy. Uh, but I wonder then, I guess the wild cards would be, I think for me, Picard, Pike, uh, Giorgio, and Rafi. Mm. Jess, b- break this jury down for me. Who do you think is going to vote where? Um, I think Girardi, Crusher, and McCoy are solid Reno votes. Um, I think... Pike and Quark will vote for Troy, yeah, and Pike I think the other Troy, three are up in the uh, air. Stan. <laughs> yeah, he was. He, oh, he was. Well, and we had a Troy. Yes. We have a Troy Stan in the yes. final three as well. Your prophecy yes. came true. Yep, I think it all depends on the performance they put in, because I think the Doctor could be a dark horse to win it. He I did compl- carry that idol that whole way, and he's played a really solid game. It just depends on how well he's able to own it yeah i completely agree i think the doctor has a very good chance at taking this because he's someone who was very rarely in the minority he was someone who the i guess the closest he came to going was at that crusher vote at uh, the final seven but he still had an idol the entire time he seemed like someone who was pretty comfortable in this game so i think he has that going for him and you know, I can imagine that he's turning upon some of the biggest speechwriters in uh, in universe history to pen the greatest jury speech that the game has ever seen. That's going to take hmm. on the prize here. It's a good point, and I think people might yell at Jet Reno for having only ever been in five episodes of Star Trek hmm. total. Right, exactly. Some of these people that have been in multiple franchises are like, "Do you even Star Trek, bro?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, to that point. Loxana Troy has been in two franchises. The Doctor made a guest appearance in another franchise. So it's very possible that they want someone to represent Star Trek as a whole. All right. Well, let's see what happens Uh, here. I I think Uh, that Picard and Rafi are the biggest wild cards on this jury. Makes sense given the plot of Star Trek Picard that, of course, there's sort of rogue elements here. All right. Let's see. All right, so we flash over to San Francisco, where the live reunion is taking place. (laughs) Jet Reno, Loxana Troy, and the Doctor are dressed up in their finest. The Doctor's probably just wearing the same uniform as he always wears to wait, exactly, to wait for the winner to be revealed. And of course, you know Loxana Troy is like decked out Mm -hmm. to the nines, even if she doesn't win. Yep, and Jet Reno is in a really, really kicking Mm. pantsuit. Okay. All right, let's... Let's let's see what happens here. So we're counting eight votes. First vote goes to the doctor. Second vote, Loxana Troy. That's one vote, Loxana Troy. One vote for the doctor. Oh, Jet Reno. <gasps> we are tied. One Everyone vote, Reno. Got votes. One vote, Loxana. One vote, Doctor. Loxana Troy. That is two votes, Loxana Troy. One vote, Reno. One vote, Doctor. The Doctor. <gasps> two votes, Doctor. Two votes, Luxana. One vote, Reno. Three votes left. Reno, we are tied. Two votes, Reno. Two votes, the Doctor. Two votes, Luxana. Two votes left. The Doctor. Three votes, the Doctor. Two votes, Reno. One vote, Luxana. Or two votes, Luxana. So here's what happens. 
If the next vote is either for Reno or Loxana, we'll have a tie, 3-3-2, in which case the third place person, which is either Reno or Loxana, will, ca- will cast the decision vote. If not, if the doctor gets the vote, he wins 4-2-2. to two to two. Jet Reno, we are tied. Three votes for the doctor, three votes for Jet Reno, two votes for Loxana Troy. It all comes down to Loxana Troy here. She is going to be the queen or kingmaker. I, you have to imagine that she is loving the limelight mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, Rob. well, I don't know if Laurel necessarily loved being in this position, but... Uh... Yeah, but Loxana she, Troy I mean, absolutely I think she would did. love winning more. Uh, she's the Rob Goddess of the season, certainly. Uh, but she will cast a vote for the winner. Jess, do you feel like that she had any strong affinity to either of these two people? It felt to me like she had a stronger bond with Reno, but she could also be mad at Reno. We'll, ha- we'll just have to see what happens. Hmm. Uh, I think she may she may respect Reno for... She's either going to respect Reno for the game she played, or she's going to be mad at her for making her win her spot in the fire making. Hmm. All right, let's see. Waxana's vote, and the winner of Survivor Star Trek is the Doctor. Oh! Yeah, I think it all came down to Jet Reno blew it. She took the Doctor to the final three. Should have taken Quark. Uh, sent. Uh, the doctor into the fire making with Loxana Troy. Uh, I think that that was probably the better way to go. Yeah, I think uh, Jet Reno had a super strong turn at the end there. But I think when it came down to like making important decisions between like wasting her idol, getting left to the minority at the final six, and then making this decision, she had you know a lot of sizzle, but n- not a lot of stake there, or uh, I guess replicated stake. Let's see how the votes broke down, because I'm very intrigued to see what this original vote okay, was. Let's see. Uh, three, three, two, it was. Uh, you got to think that the two uh, Loxana votes were uh, Quark and was it Pike or Giorgio? Pike. Yeah, Quark okay. and Pike. All right, let's see. So Gerardi voted for the doctor. Interesting. She did not uh, support her former Starfleet's Angels. Neither did Crusher. Crusher voted for Loxana. Interesting. Ah. Interesting. Acknowledged her game. Pike voted for Reno, so she she did not vote for Loxana. Picard voted oh, for oh, Loxana. Wow. wow. Quark didn't even vote for Loxana? Even if, if the Jean-Luc Picard could see this simulation now, he would roll over in his android body. Uh, McCoy voted for the Doctor. Giorgio voted for the Doctor. Quark voted for That's Reno. shock. And Raffi voted for wow. Reno. Do you think Quark was bitter that it was him sitting at the Why end? Why would he be bitter? Loxan Troy voted with him the whole game. It could be. I mean, he also got voted out the day before. His head could still be in the game that he doesn't necessarily been able to pull his big ears out of a game mode. Yeah. But I, I wonder very if Reno when spread. she was like, She's like Quark. You're the biggest threat. I, I can't be. I can't beat you. That's why I have to mm-hmm. see. And he's like, Oh, yeah. she knew. She she knew everything. <laughs> yeah, she knew I was gonna. I had this game on lock if I made it to the yeah. final three. Respect vote. Wow. Well, and Jet Reno wins the fan favorite award. She gets the wow. sea of money. Makes wow. a lot of sense. Loxana yep. Troy really got hosed. Yeah, she gets uh, the. Th- 
third place money and uh, no wow. Sia money. Yeah, but she's a lock to get mm-hmm. asked back. A lock sauna. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Congratulations to the doctor. Job well done. I mean, the, the doctor played us a, a seriously good game. He never really was in danger outside of that 4-3 vote, but he was able to take advantage of that uh, that healer, you know, majority at the uh, the jury stage, was able to ride that for quite some time. And then when he was in danger, he promptly ditched it and was able to take advantage of his relationship with Jet Reno to get to the end. What an interesting game. Uh, I cannot believe, you know, a short time ago we had Kirk quit mm-hmm. the game uh, and during the the hero genocide of uh, Star Trek, basically treating the heroes like the Romulans back in the day. Here we are at the end of it all. It's, I think it's only fitting for Star Trek, Survivor Star Trek, for a hologram of a medical officer yep. to win the game, Jess. Yep, that's yep. appropriate. And it's always like if you look at any given cast that you put into a Brant Steel, pick the most random person and they're going to win. In fact, you and I were talking about this when we were casting it and we were talking about who would make a good healer. And I said, I could make an outside case for other Dax, but then you know that Esri Dax ends up winning the whole thing in a Michelle Fitzgerald under the radar style game, angering the fans forever. And there's really nobody but me that wants to see that happen. All right, so let's look at just a quick look at challenge wins. Jet Reno was the big immunity challenge beast, winning three immunities right there at the end. As we put it out, Agnes Gerardi won four reward challenges, and I'm pretty sure she got asked on the ones that she was not a part of. Uh, Rafi was holding our True Dork Times record for most votes against. I'm pretty sure she got a vote against her like at nearly every tribal council she attended. In a surprisingly light idol season, though I know what Roddenberry feels about religion, it would make sense that he would not have idolatry <laughs> in there. But once again, congratulations to the doctor for a job well done. Congratulations to this entire cast. And most importantly, congratulations to you, Jess, and you, Rob, for helping make sense of yes, all of this nonsense as we went through the stars here. Most importantly, big old pats on the back, uh, respectively. We did it. We got through the first ever Star Trek simulation. Jess, we've been talking about this for a while. Did it meet your expectations? It exceeded them Mm -hmm. in every possible way. Amazing. So it's going to move on to the next phase of Starfleet Academy then. Yes, it definitely. I can't wait to join you next year for Star Trek Survivor 2, Revenge of Loxana. Yes. Oh, I like that. Well, I, I, like I was going to propose uh, maybe now that we have our inaugural first uh, Star Trek winner, that maybe we could start to at least plan out what the uh, future season of Star Trek Winners at Wharf. <laughs> that is most honorable yes. choice, Rob. Uh, then they're all going to raise a glass of prune juice at the beginning and throw the glass yes. over their shoulder. That's a warrior's yes. drink. Uh well, thank you both so much for coming on for, you know, two plus hours to talk through all of this. Uh, I think everyone knows what you're uh, doing in the pod sphere at the moment. But if you want to go around the horn and just uh, quickly plug what other projects you're working on, Jess, we'll start with you. Yeah, well, we'll start with me and then I can sign off early and then Rob can talk <laughs> yeah. for the next two I hours about all the stuff he does. I need to plug all of my podcasts, please. Yes, every single one of them. Um I am covering Killing Eve with Josh Wiggler over on Post Show Recaps, and we are on episode two this week. It is very, very fun, and I will be very excited if all of you will come and join me for that. And Rob, 
obviously you have a lot to work on. Uh, working on. You want to give us like the uh, the yada yada elevator pitch that can fit the length of a of a prologue to a Star yeah, Trek episode. If you, if you like Survivor podcasts, come uh, check out. Uh, Rob has a podcast. It's at robhasawebsite.com. And uh, I will also plug, if you're looking for some more space-time Survivor shenanigans, there might be some more stuff coming your way uh, in the next couple months or so. You can follow me at a Mike Bloom type. You can check out uh, Down the Hatch, our Lost Rewatch podcast that I'm doing with Josh Wiggler, as well as uh, I did a Shit's Creek podcast with Shannon Gus. That was a series overview that was a lot of fun, a series that I have fallen in love with over the past few months. Check out all the other stuff that's going on on post-show recaps. Uh, we've got some. Uh, we've got our Marvel rewatch series, Everything is Super, some occasional Final Fantasy VII coverage. Better Call Saul coverage is wrapping up as well. There's so, so much going on, as well as the occasional scripted coverage that Rob will do with Akiva on Rob and Akiva Need a Podcast. It's a time rife with television podcasts, including the one that you just checked out right now. So that's going to do it for this. Thank you all so, so much for listening. Let us know your thoughts for any possible future Star Trek seasons. If you want to make Winners at Wharf actually happen, I am all ears, much like Quark. Thank you all so much for listening. Live long and prosper. Hey.